0: Scotty, you going crazy for this one? We see what you're doing, we salute you. Hey, let's get it started. It's backpack, capital one. What's in your wallet? Got a call from my man. A. Scott, I said I got it. Love that you highlighting all of these black colleges. Try to pay me for doing this. Look, bruh, if you don't get off my line with that foolishness, voice of the swag. Pull up where well you act, no cap. If the brody, is speaking the soft facts? My advice: tune in to every show, Captain Petty. But we know that the sergeants are with the smoke. Speculate. Just tell me what is we doing? Get into it, okay? Look, I'ma say this and keep it moving. My boy Scotty, man, he for of the least black grad pain college. I'm glad that he called me. Walk it, cause we all been taught that talk is cheap. Even primetime knows. Got for the HBCU streets.
1: What is going on, everybody? I'm back for the third time. Hey, they said the third time's a charm. I've been married twice. They said the third time's a charm. Just saying. That's what they tell me. That's, that's what they tell me. All right. So, listen. I'm back for it. back again. I don't know why I do that to myself. I'm back again. Hey, hey, listen. Hit the like button. Wipe your feet when you come into the house. All right? Wipe your feet. Wipe your feet. All right? Listen. You already know what it is. It's the Afterglow Show. Me, Mr. Kofi. And, you know, before I bring up Mr. Kofi, you know, I got to pay some bills. All right, yeah, I pay some bills. I got I got kids. All right. I got kids. So off script membership is available. Make sure you hit that join button in the link. Three tiers. Doesn't matter what tier you are. Everything helps the channel. Everything helps the growth. And I appreciate that. Next up, the podcast. I. uh Oh, you dropped off. I am. um, I'm slowly. I'm doing it. OK, I'm doing it. I'm slowly, slowly adding it on. All right, slowly but surely, we're we getting this thing going. We're, we're rolling. All right, so I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm getting it straight. I'm getting it all together. I told you I, was, uh, I added the Sunday service to it. All right, so make sure you guys go tune into that. Make sure you leave a review. I can't say it enough. Make sure you leave a review. Okay, and make sure you like the stream. It's just that easy. All right. Appreciate you guys and uh, Mr. Kofi just dropped off, so I'm gonna wait for him to get back on here. Let me get some of these comments going. What's up, Miss Glenn? How you doing? Appreciate you for tuning in. All right, Booney Mitchell, shout out to you. Uh, let's see what well, Luke Walker. Of course, Texas Southern fans only show up when the basketball starts. <laughs> hey, they look a little good. They look. They look better. You see. You see the. You see the Texas Southern in the back. You see the Texas Southern in the back. All right. Uh, how many does TS you have across all sports? I, don't, I didn't. I was shocked. I haven't seen it all before. Unfortunately, uh, let me see. Dion still assaulted. <laughs> probably, probably. All right, let me see what else. Who else I got up in here? Uh, hey. Oh, let me say this before I got. Let me say this before I wait Mister Kofi to jump back on here. Right. Let me say this. Um, hold on. Let me go to my my Facebook. He might be trying to message me. All right. So let me say this. I watched the Battle of the Bands, right? I watched the Battle of the Bands. And um it it was great. It was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. All right, real quick. I'm 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 stalling, but I'm but I'm serious though at the same time. Watch the battle of the bands. Let me say this. And I meant to say this in my ball awards. Grambling. Your DJ or the wh- whoever the MC is, awesome. A1 okay he is a one top quality southern southern you need to find a new one he's whack he's horrible he's not he don't he don't bring no energy no type of life no type of energy so grambling world fame i like your dj i like him all right now we're getting up let's get it going what's going on mr kofi talk to me what's
0: up my brother man
1: can you hear me i can hear you i can hear you loud and clear can you see me uh, I can see you, but you got, like, this little dramatic shadow going, you know, half of your face is, like, real, like, 2 face. Like 2 face. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right,
1: give me one second. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's sorry better. about that. Yeah, it seemed like you were still kind of crying of the game, you know, like, you, you had this... Bruh. Madness on one <laughs> side of
0: your face. We, yes. we on to the next one. We all to the next one. Yeah, you.
1: Yes. I think you, grand. I think you, fam. You fans. Y'all must have like a an anonymous group that y'all all say the same thing because Mr. Cam will be on that same foolishness. I mean, oh. what,
0: you, what you gonna do? You got your ass whooped. I mean, what you what you gonna do? You you can't sit there and you know you can wallow in it, you know, or you can be like a champ and say, you know what, we got an ass whoop. Let's look at why we got an ass whooped. Then basically. We didn't run the ball. Um, we made the same dumb special teams issues that have been going there all year. And uh, that's the ball game. I think if, you know, the, the special teams issues gave Selah, as I'm going to say them, Selah, uh, <laughs> excuse me, 14 points. Um, you take that away. That's uh, 24-14. Um you know, as opposed to 38 14. Then, of course, again, Bishop only had nine carries. McLeod had four carries. Jennings had you one jump the gun. carry.
1: You're jumping the gun. You're jumping the gun. You're jumping the gun. We, we're going to get there. You're jumping the gun, though. You I mean, bruh.
0: That yeah, it's just, Listen, listen, I, I
1: know you've been waiting I know you've been waiting to get this off your chest But this, you should've You should've told Willie Simmons to coach off his chest That's what he, should've got all the uh, We talked about this last week
0: though We saying. talked about this last week on the show They wasn't watching the show We talked saying. about it on both shows We talked, we talked about it on this show <laughs> We talked about it on the ONG Strike Zone
1: We you know they watched songs. that huh? We know they they might not watch this But I know for a fact they watched that ONG Strike Show. And I know do. for a fact
0: You know, and we talked to Coach Simmons. You know what I'm saying? We had him on the show. It was just like, you know, but people don't understand. Um, Playoff ball is ball, but it's it's different um, from the standpoint of every play matters. And your mental approach, the pressure of it all, just sometimes it gets, you know, if you haven't been there, it can mess you up. I remember when uh, Coach Joe – um got us in the playoffs in the first year we played troy state they beat us by like three or four points but the next year we went up to statesboro georgia do you know that i mean the opening kickoff georgia southern's kickoff team came and smashed our guys in the mouth old team i mean they they got a fumble recovery for a touchdown so it's seven zip we threw uh Old team, and came back out. It was a pick six for it. So before we even get started good, it's 14 zip. Before the first quarter was over, it was 35 to freaking nothing. Now, we did mount a comeback, and it was 35-30 going into the fourth, and Georgia Southern was able to close out the game. Hmm. But it's like, man, you got to understand how to get it done. And then year three, we were able to beat Troy State. We lost in the semis, but <clears> – <throat> You know that playoff experience is necessary if you're going to grow your program, in my opinion.
1: Well, I mean, we'll get there. You know, and, and I, and, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I would love for Coach Willie Simmons to come on my program. I would. Oh man, I would love to ask him some he's questions. He's a good guy. He, he's he know, guy. no, no, no. I'm not saying he not definitely not saying no, no. Defense. I think he,
0: he's, listen, I that. he's a stand up guy. Let me tell you, he's a stand up guy, and he took the blame. After the game, he took the blame. He's he like, had you know, no choice to. I mean, he took the blame. That wasn't that wasn't on our guys. I mean, m- my man McKay had forty attempts. That's like way out of our wheelhouse of what this team is supposed to do. Now, I do think that McKay has the ability to grow uh, into a, a, a better QB. Uh, just right now. Our bread and butter this year was centered around our running attack, and we just got away from that. I don't know why, uh, you know, but that's a question I have to ask him. At another. Yeah, sentence. yeah,
1: yeah. Go ahead and get him on the ONG, you know, and then just like surprise <laughs> me in, you know what I'm saying? I, and I you just, know,
0: at FAMU, listen, at FAMU, when we love you, uh, our, our coaches, we don't call you coach. We call you coach. Coach. C-O-R-C-H. Coach. So, Coach Joe is not known as just Coach Joe, it's Court Joe. I
1: ain't got time for all that. It's
0: country, man, time. but that's what we do. I'm just letting you know. So, all it's,
1: right, it's, okay. <laughs> Real estate agent gets the Alabama State job. What is your opinion, Mr. Covey? Talk to me. You know, you know everybody. You knew, did you know him? Did you know him when he, when he got the job? Did you know? Did you know? Did you have to look him up or did you know?
0: I knew who he was cause I'm a football fan.
1: Okay. Okay. You okay. know
0: what I'm saying? And okay. in the nineties, he played for Markham coach Markham. So I was in the band during that time. And so he was a dynamic, um, football player for Alabama state university. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but outside of that, you know, I know he went to the Titans and, you know, just, you know, your HBCU players that make it to the NFL, especially during the time when you're in school. Um, I was still disappointed that uh, they hired him because I was I was aware of who else was available, and you know just the process within itself. I'm curious as to how this process went, um, you know, because Donald Hill Ely. Um, you talking about, not- talk about these guys?
1: You talking about these guys? You talking about you talking about, talk about, talk about all these guys? You talk- Donald you about- Hill Ely, yes. Oh, okay. Donald Hill
0: okay. Ely is not quote-unquote necessarily championship, but he took a program that Brian Jenkins had, and he was able to methodically get them somewhere. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to fire him midseason, if I'm going to fire him mid-season, I need to get somebody in my program that has either championship experience, been there, or somebody that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's gonna elevate my program. That's not Eddie Robinson right off the bat. Now he might mature, but the the thing is, I don't think people are getting it. And this is what I don't get with Alabama State. You're in the freaking SWAC East, so that means you gotta beat Dion. You gotta beat Fam. You and Willie Simmons. You gotta beat uh, your arch rival Corn- Cornell. Cornell Maynor. You got to beat those three to even sniff at the championship. And now you got to beat Valley, who's coming up out of the ranks. And Cookman will not be down for freaking ever. So it's a tough division. Plus, whoever else you got to face on the west side. So you got to have somebody in there that's familiar with competition, that's going to rally your fan base, that's going to cause them to give, that's going to energize your fan base and get them to believe not only that, Besides your X's and O's, you need Jimmy and Joe's. And I'm not convinced that pe- the, these young, this young generation really, quote unquote, knows who Eddie Robinson is. Now, I might be wrong. But, you know, if I ask the average blow Joe and say Eddie Robinson, immediately people are going to think about the coach Eddie Robinson. And everybody's like, that'd be dead. Right? <laughs>
1: That's not funny. That's not true. It's, it's not funny, but it's funny. It's I'm like, sorry. Who they hire? Did they? I thought he died. It's not it's funny, funny, but it's funny.
0: <laughs> and they're doing that Mary McLeod Bethune thing that Bethune Cup was banned. Did at the classic and bringing him back on the screen and having him to speak some words. Like what is that? You know. So I didn't get. You know, if I got Rod Woodson, man, one of the best of all times. You know, I got Dern. Kevin Sumlin, now that's the dude just for me. They calling you and telling you that they're interested. Yeah. Now, As as an alum, Hugh Jackson, who's already at an HBCU, who knows how this process is going to go, he calls you and you sat up there and was like, no, we're going to go with our homeboy. We're going with our homeboy. Jerry Mack calls you, bro. Jerry Mack. Jerry Mack who also, by the way, we're going to get to Southern, has inquired about the Southern University job. All right? So if Southern doesn't blow this thing out the park, and I'm already on top of Alabama State, I'm just sitting up there like, bruh, this is this is bigger. Your hire is huge, not just for you. It's huge for the culture because Alabama State has a huge fan base. And when they're packed in there, that's revenue, not just for Alabama State, but mm-hmm. for the rest of the swag. Yeah, and when they're winning and beating your Kennesaw states who you schedule regularly, who you you got Troy in your same state, who you schedule and you got to beat them eventually or people just going to be looking at you like you just don't know what you're doing. Now. That being said. Uh, Robinson, what not the wasn't a popular hire in my opinion, he wasn't a popular hire, but. He's going to have to blow it out of the park, or I'm looking at him and the Bama State administration like, y'all ninjas have messed this up again. And I'm sick of that nepotism at our HBCUs. It's literally got no, to ask, stop.
1: Let me ask you this, Mr. Kofi. This is one thing, and I've had a couple of callers call in. Um, what is success for Alabama State?
0: Bama With- State is supposed to be competing for freaking championships. That's the reality. Mm-hmm. Now, FAMU, Jackson State competing for championships. I would put Alabama – I would elevate Alabama State over a in terms of expectations, in terms of tradition, in terms of productivity. But right now, they could be fifth in the, in the SWAC East.
1: Talking about, and that's, yeah. that's the reality. So you got FAM, Jackson State, Alabama a who else you putting over top of Valley? Valley Cookman. Cook. Uh, I don't know about that one. I, I mean, don't know about I don't, that
0: one. Look now the re- the other reality is, Alabama State had a young team. Yeah, and all of them pretty much are like coming back. But if you don't have a quarterback to run your system, you don't get a solid offensive coordinator. Um, their defense wasn't quote unquote bad, but. They, they got shut out in Tallahassee. It was 28-zip. You know, Jackson State, it was not a close game. And even when we played them in Montgomery, Jackson State's bringing a ton of fans. FAMU's bringing a ton of fans. It's going to feel like a classic environment.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know if, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that home field advantage is going to necessarily mean a whole lot because it's going to be a ton of, you know, just Jackson State and the Bama people, Bama State people, Jackson State people and FAMU people in the building. You I, know? I,
1: just, I just feel like, OK, to me,
0: this. Bama hi- State is supposed to be competing for championships. They've invested I, I, too much money think, in that state. I don't
1: think that hire, this hire doesn't tell me that's what you want to do. That's that. That's what it tells me in my head. Is but sh- they
0: fire somebody every two years. They're trying to hire. I remember even back in the day when Billy Joe was at FAMU, they came after Billy Joe to try to hire him away from FAMU, and he didn't he didn't leave. But my point is, they want to win. I know they want to win. They got a nice, fat Adidas contract. They wouldn't have built that stadium the way that they built it with all those great facilities that they have there at Bama State if the expectation were not at a championship level. Then you fire your coach mid-season. That tells me that you're not satisfied with where you are, that you're trying to go to the next level, and you come out and you hire a real estate agent. It does not make any sense to me.
1: It does not. And, and to me, if you're having championship aspirations, why not go find a coach that has built a championship team? Why not go find a coach that has competed for championships? Why not go out and find a uh, a, a coach that you feel can invigorate your your uh, your program, your with-
0: high school players? I mean, yes, man, yes, your yes. High yes. School players who are looking for opportunity to make it to that next level. Bama, Bama Alabama is a football state now. The good thing about where he is is that Alabama is a football state. Uh, I mean, in terms of support, I may put them number one, even over Florida, from a support standpoint and how that state feels about almost, freaking football. Almost, yeah, like Florida, Florida, we get into it. We're gonna attend the games. We gonna, you know, but at the same time, we can go to the beach. We can go to the club you know we going to go to the outlets, go shopping ain't nothing in Alabama for people to necessarily just get all excited about that like that so football is it it the state rallies around it that you either stand War Roll Tide or War Eagle you know <laughs> it's that is that serious and that's with the HBCUs too people that live around there black white Asian, whatever people saying, like, roll tide, you know, whatever they are doing, they are making it happen from yeah. a, the expectation through the roof. So, you've got a ton of high school talent that's right there in that state, but you got to make the conversion. So, but you and you're still competing against Dion, because your top players, if if they if they got any type of stars by their name. You know the top coaches don't go
1: after. They them. Look, yeah, they're looking. They're looking at Jackson State. You know, and Jackson State's probably looking at them. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it is what it is. Okay, so next up with these next two coaching hires, right? You got Southern and Grambling. I broke the story earlier today that unofficially, officially, uh, you
0: better break the story. You yeah.
1: better break. Uno-fi- listen, unofficially, listen, <laughs> you know what I'm saying I don't. I don't like to. I don't like to step my foot out there too much. So I just say unofficially, officially. You know, I got a couple words that the, the deal is done on the back end. So, Ed, uh, Coach Dooley is is Southern's new head coach. Um, I'm not a big fan of that at all because I'm I, I, I'm not either. I don't know which. What are you? If this is this is the dumb stuff. And I, now I'm, I, now I was getting it's the, the 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 frustration is about to overflow for me. This is the dumb stuff I talk about. You go on the record saying, "Uh, oh, we're going to break the bank and we're gonna we're we're willing to spend four hundred thousand dollars," and you go get Eric Dooley. <laughs>
0: Bruh. But see, again, the problem that people are going to have, and the problem that Jaguar Nation is going to have. All right. Ed Reed has made it known that he would, he's open. He inquired about it the last time. Deion Sanders has openly stated that Ray Lewis is interested in coaching. Um, Hugh Jackson, if he reached out for Bama State, God knows I know that he reached out for Southern. He had to have mm-hmm. because it's 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 a higher paying gig and the fan base is hungry for a champion and they will get behind you, um, you know, 100%. And, uh, you know, so to go to Dooley, who I do respect, okay, um, I, I just have to look at him like, y'all fired y'all y'all sitting up there with the interim, and this man has lost his last three games and what kind of momentum are you gonna generate? Let Jackson State blow this team out and let them make that announcement man. and now I'm really like, why uh, come on, why did you hire this dude with one, why you're on one year. Duly, why you had so many other options. Jerry Mack, I know for a fact, called Southern University and, and inquire about that gig. So now I love Pete Richardson. I love our old heads. Pete Richardson's voice has weight. However, if Jerry Mack freaking calls and says, I'm interested in the gig, this is the second time that he's done that. I'm hiring Jerry Mack, because Jerry Mack has tangible championships. Tangible championships. He knows the swag. He knows Southern University's tradition. He's an excellent coach. This He's is my an excellent thing. excellent coach, like,
1: I don't get it. This is, this, and, this is and this is why, right here. This, this, this is the dumb shit people say all the time on this channel. But he never loses the Grambling. Okay, Who so cares? if Grambling goes,
0: yeah, but if Gramlin goes and gets Hugh Jackson, or they get Rod Woodson, and Rod Woodson comes in there and galvanizes that program and gets your four and five star athletes, that shit's gonna change. <laughs> that's if, gonna change. If that's what all and, you and they for- lost this year.
1: But if this is all you care about, if this is all you want to talk about, then you, you're you always going to be at the... I don't... Listen, and I know, listen, Gramlin, Southern fans or whatever, first of all, you haven't won a SWAC championship since, what, 2013, 20, 2011, 2012, whatever, when Odin's first took over as an interim. Okay, whatever. And all you care about is beating Grambling. That's how you get the dumb stuff of y'all stepping out your conference and getting your ass mollywop. because all you care about is having enough talent and enough coaching to beat the person down the street. Oh, as long as we beat Grambling, it's all good with me. As long as we do this, it's all good with me. I don't care if we go. It sounds so dumb. I mean, it does. It's so frustrating to hear. But that's
0: that's not, now I know for a fact, that's not Jaguar Nation's
3: expectations.
0: They have championship aspirations. They're used to going at least to the championship game. Now they haven't hosted it yet, but they want to win. I know they want to win. And they got a whole $800 million um, capital campaign that they're looking to uh, hold, totally transform the whole university, you know, along yeah. with the athletic department. That includes expansion of the stadium. That includes uh, your field house facilities, all of that stuff. They're looking to transform and send Southern to the next level. And I respect Dooley. I think he's done a phenomenal job at at uh, at Prairie View to, till the last three games. And I'm sitting up there like, why is Prairie View playing so bad? Like, what is it that's going on, you know? And really, they should have lost the Cookman, all right? So, I'm not getting it. To win in this day and age, especially now with Dion in your conference, you have got to recruit, and you got to recruit well. I mean, well. You've got to be a conduit. you got to be a salesperson with your fan base. Your fan base has got to believe that you are the freaking guy. They got to just feel good about it. And this, is my base. this guy, let Jackson State beat this team 35-3, to 35-7, you know, 40-whatever. to whatever, and, and he's, like, announced as the head coach. I'm sitting there like, okay, so you've lost to Alcorn. You didn't sat up there and scheduled Texas A&M at the end. Y'all, we knew you weren't going to win that. Then you lost the Valley. Okay, so that's three in a row. Then you went to the championship game with all five of them fans at Purview, And y'all got Molly Walked by Jackson State in Jackson. And this is the guy that you're hiring. And you're confident that he's going to take your program to places where it hasn't been before. That's your dude. I respect old coaches until they don't really necessarily make sense. I'm not going to honor what you say. I don't care who you are if what you're saying doesn't make sense. If Rod Woodson comes in and says, I want to coach that team, I'm bringing resources. Here's my staff. This is what I'm going to do. Hugh Jackson, who's a quarterback whisperer, comes to me and says, I want to coach your team, I have resources. I'm ready to I'm ready to take Jaguar Nation. I'm ready to take this program to the next level. He calls you and you just sit up there like a knot on the log and you what? Show me. I, I I'm not getting it right now. I'm not getting it right
1: what, now. What, what I hear, what I'm I hear not. from uh, from people that I know from you know Southern is that this is all you hear. This is all you this is you gonna hear two things. Oh, Coach Dooley's such a great guy. I mean Coach Dilly. I mean Coach Dilly is such a great guy. Like, I mean, oh man. I mean, what he makes, up makes that well. matchup
0: great? What, what what makes the matchup great? He's because gotta be the one
1: because he recruits, they say he recruits Louisiana really well. Like that's literally that's all they're gonna say. Anybody on here will be lying to you if all they're gonna say is I promise you, Kofi, all they're gonna say is this well, he, he can recruit Louisiana. He can recruit Baton Rouge. He knows everything about Baton Rouge. He knows everything about New Orleans. He's from the area. That's all they're going to tell you. That's it. But if you get somebody, listen, if you get somebody who's, if you get somebody who's exciting, if you get somebody who can recruit and knows how to get recruiters, anybody can truly recruit. But if you get somebody with a name, people going to come to them. I ain't got to go to you. People going to come to me. Hugh Jackson has an
0: amazing personality to fit right in with Jaguar Nation. That would have been a good combo. But, hey, who am I? And Lord knows Kevin Sumlin is interested for the Southern University position as well. And you're telling me that Dooley is your dude over Kevin Sumlin. I, this guy Sumlin beat, beat Nick Saban in Tuscaloosa. Beat him. And you're telling me <laughs> that Dooley is your dude over Kevin Sumlin. Who's already done it. Who's already seen what it takes to run a world-class program who knows Houston. And because the kids have seen him on the highest stage, it wouldn't be nothing for him to go into new Orleans or go into some, these people's houses. Now I do hear that sumlin has got some quote unquote issues, but I I'm, I haven't seen it. I mean, the Texas A&M team looked pretty black to me. I would like to know what happened with him and Kyler Murray because, you know, he was at Texas A&M before he went to Oklahoma. So I would be curious to find out what happened with that. But other than that, Sumlin still, Sumlin still is, to me, a much better choice than Dooley right off rip.
1: Somebody says, Oscar, answer this. Two or three years ago, these same coach candidates would laugh in your face asking them to come to an HBCU. Some people remember that. I don't give a damn what you remember. Kill I all that
0: pride. I, come on,
1: man. I don't give a damn what you remember. Give
0: that pride. Pride comes before
1: fall. I don't care no. what you remember. So
0: you're going to let him go to your rival school. Come on, man. And beat you for the next 10 years. Well, we didn't hire him because that ninja came up in here talking that and, you
3: know, was
0: all arrogant and just sat up there and acted like he was better than everybody. But guess what he didn't whip y'all ass for the last seven years So what you got to say now? You know, listen, I'm all for, you know, I would say, hey, if he came in here like that, you know, people do change. You know, life has a, a funny way of bringing people full circle and the people that you walked over are the same people that you end up needing so that's why it's you know it's important to treat people right i'm in agreement with that but if he came to our school you know it's an issue now i'm gonna tell you let me get on fam use case because i'm a fam now last year um the the who was what's the Jackson State's athlete Ashley, yeah Ashley Robinson. Okay, Ashley Robinson was actively trying to get Willie Simmons to come to Jackson State. That is known. Okay, um, our director Courtney gochet would not let it happen. But let's do that whole Marvel thing and go to an alternate universe. <laughs> All right, so he sits up there. Let's say Willie Simmons goes to Jackson State. And Dion now comes to fam you to say, hey, I want to coach your team. Now, let me tell you about Rattler the Nation. We I I it's not a slam dunk that he would have got that gig. You know why? Why? Because he went to Florida State. <laughs> Isn't that dumb dumbest... <laughs> Listen. I'm straight up telling the honest God truth. It's not, it's not a guarantee that Dion would have gotten the gig at FAMU. We would have been dealing with ninjas sitting up there talking about Dion went to Florida State. You know, they tried to shut down FAMU. And you know... You know, I'm not sure to be um, You know, he just gonna walk all over us and stuff. How much does that ninja really want to work here at, at Fam? You? How long is he gonna be? He just <laughs> trying to step on us so he can go somewhere else and oh, just do man. what he want to
1: do. Oh man!
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you straight up. And if there are any Rattlers that are on this line, you all know beyond a shadow of doubt. I am telling the honest guy.
1: <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me.
0: I'm telling you, bro. They would have oh, been like, man, man, Dion, so you oh, really want to coach your fan, you dog? Like, what you what you sitting up there for? And, you know, you're set up there and Dion sitting, you know, I've already been telling her he probably partnering with them Florida State and then just trying to take over the school or some shit. You know, they just trying to do. You know they're oh, just trying to do God. all that extra, trying to, you know. Ma- I'm not garant. Listen, That's- that negativity <laughs> has got to leave our institutions. That's funny. The way that we think has got to shift. Can this man elevate your program? Yes. Can this man? Does he want to be that? He's applied, so apparently, yes. Mm-hmm. Does he have? the resources. Is he willing to utilize these resources to help build the program and take it to the next level? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Across the board. Dion and fam, you would have been a freaking, that would have been huger than huge. Mm-hmm. Then you add the whole why not us thing on top of already what Dion brings to the table. And it's like, Wow.
1: I think the only thing tough would have been that Nike contract I got. Because, you know, he don't fuck Yeah, up. that would have yeah, been.
0: That yeah, would have he... been. But he brings Under Armour. If he's bringing Under Armour. What's that? But that ain't LeBron, though. So. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that ain't LeBron.
1: I'm a LeBron, I'm a LeBron guy. That
0: ain't LeBron. But, but I'm just saying. Dion, that would have been huge, bro. That this, okay, huge. so
1: this is. I'm going to say this, and then we're going to move on to the week 13 games. All right. This is my issue, though, Mr. Kofi. What is up with the recycling? Like, why does
0: people it- are scared to to really do their own due diligence and do their homework and just look at what freaking makes sense? You know, it, it killed me. Now, again, let's go back. I'm gonna use because that's my school. How many times did Willie Simmons apply for our gig? Mm-hmm. Three. He could have been our coach um, right when he left Alcorn, right when he got that Prairie View gig. He could have been our coach, but we hired Earl Holmes. We hired Earl Holmes, who was a homer, who was in the NFL, and I kind of get it. He was already on the staff. He knew the team, you know, so that was one. Earl Holmes almost went – I think we went one in – did we win a game? Yeah. One in 10. Okay. And then the next year we, we fell out of the gate and it was just a mess. And so midway through the season, Kellen Winslow fires him during homecoming week. Everybody's tripping or whatever. Cause we were already on probation and we needed to try to wait this out. It's like, who are you going to freaking get here? comes Willie Simmons again. Hey, I want to get, you know, We went through all these different things. You know, Frazier, who's now with Bowie state applied for the gig. Uh, Latrell Scott applied for the gig. Latrell Scott has a freaking natty. You know what I'm saying? But we had a president who, and that's not necessarily a a female thing, but she was a woman and she wasn't necessarily knowledgeable about, you know, all things sports and Willie Simmons applied for the gig. It's like, we're going to, Ex them. We can't use none of them. So I'm just sitting there like, you idiots. Now, me being spiritual, I understand that God does have a timing for stuff. Because I think even during that time, having that president who would have been out of the door anyway in a couple of years would not necessarily have been in his best interest. Okay. And now we got him. You know, he came at a good time. You know, we're all probation, things are happening, programs elevating. And you can see everything that's that's moving as a result. But my point is, too many ADs have too many people behind the scenes that, quote unquote, have influence that don't know what the F they're talking about. And they listen to these people because they put some dollars in their hand. My problem is, it's just like, look, let, let us pick the freaking coach. Because when, stuff goes wrong, you ain't going to be nowhere to be found. <laughs> no, you just going to be online. You just going to be online. My job is to hire the coach. Let me hire the coach. I appreciate your input, but let me hire the
1: coach. Okay, so people people are trying to come from me in these comments real quick before he's like everybody recycles. All uh, right, let me let me explain to you my definition of recycle, right? I don't have a problem with a coach going from the Pac-12 to the SEC. I don't have a problem with a coach going from Oklahoma to, you know, whatever. My issue is literally, you crossed the street. You left your mama's house and went to your cousin's house down the block. And I even and Willie Simmons left the Swack and went to the Meac. So I that's out of I'm good with that. You know, Meac, Swack, Swack, Meac. Okay, whatever. But It's the, it's the in conference recycling. Oh, you're a loser here. You're going to be a winner here. Oh, like, what are we doing? Like that, that part, Makes I don't I don't get that. Now, if you want to take a coach from the MiAC or the SCI double A or whatever, and you want to bring them up until OK, whatever you like a Reggie Ruffin, you want to bring Reggie Ruffin up from miles and put him at Alabama State. Well, he's showing that he can build a program. I have no issues with that. It's the in-conference transferring for me. That is a killer. Now, if you're talking about the SEC plucking an assistant coach from a staff that is completely different than a head coach going from a head coaching job in the conference down the street to another head coaching conference. That, that No, that don't make sense to me, but to each his own, to each his own. Now, but,
0: just for the record, you know, uh, John Merritt left Jackson State, went to Tennessee State. Billy Joe left Central, Central State to come to FAMU. I get it. It happens. But in this day and age, When you have quality individuals um, who are applying for the gig, I'm just saying take an honest look at these people and see if they can help your program as opposed to just getting a retread just for the sake of it. All
1: right, hold on. Let me see something real quick.
0: Tell us about the whole process. You know, Mr. President and Mr. A.D., tell us how you came to this conclusion. I want to freaking out. All right
1: to it hey if you're a caller on the line like i don't answer calls until after the show so you're gonna have to wait i'm just letting y'all know that right now all right week 13 games all right valley at pv now once again my homeboy blue called it so i gotta give him credit for that he did call this upset i don't know what p i don't i don't listen you okay so you lose okay start let's start back at texas a&m you play your starters, because I said, and I and I gave two. I said, if I put my swag hat on, I'm not playing anybody, right? If I if I'm gonna be in the swag and I'm doing the swack crap, I'm just saying, hey, where I'm I'm not worried about this game because it has no implications on my swag championship. I don't want to get anybody hurt, so I bench everybody and I may I might I let Juwan play like a series or three series, and then and I'll bench everybody. Well, he ends up getting his shoulder hurt. A couple other players get hurt, then you go into this valley game. And your your best receiver breaks his ankle with the last like ten seconds in the game. Pretty much messes up his ankle. So now you're going into the swag championship. Like what? What is Dooley and people? What? What are they doing, man? I, I I don't understand it. I don't understand. I know hindsight's twenty twenty. So we can't be like, oh, you, you go win the game and then you. But I'm I'm confused. I'm just confused. Woo.
0: Now you know. As a coach, I would be pissed at the AD who scheduled this freaking the way that it is. I I am just dumbfounded that you would have Texas A&M at the end of the season the way that it is. Um, So apparently you didn't have any expectation of possibly playing for a SWAC championship or possibly even hosting it. Um, with the way that you did that, you, you weren't looking at it from uh, a competitive standpoint. I, it's still dumb. Ashley didn't do it right. That was, that was not cool. Um, uh, and in addition to that, just, I don't know, you know, cause players hear stuff too. So now I don't know how much he has the whole locker room. <laughs> if this whole Southern thing is really true, if it's rumored that he may be going, you know, in addition to coming off of two consecutive losses. Now, I don't know. I I, I don't know. Obviously, you know, hindsight is 2020. And I know you would have had a hard time telling your athletes um, who want to compete and try to get to the next level. This is my opportunity to show the NFL what I can do against the best, you know, It's going to be hard to keep those guys completely out of the game. I might have done, okay, like preseason, you play first quarter, you play second, you play third, fourth, whatever. But at the same time, you got to look realistically at where you are. And no, you don't want your players getting hurt, but that can happen anytime. So, yeah, I get it. But Valley just freaking came in and wanted the W. You know, so psychologically – for a team like prairie view to to who went into baton rouge on a homecoming and totally annihilated a southern team who was obviously doing homecoming that was their best game but since that game they have not been the same team and emotionally you've got to play the entire season um I'm just – I don't know how this game is going to go. I know they're going to probably bring in a effort, but Valley just wanted that game. They came out and played it like they wanted it, and that's the difference. I, I don't get what Dooley was doing that game. I know it's a whole different, you know, just scenario, but just mentally speaking, going to Alcorn and playing the way that they did and then coming back at the end, yeah, you say you cheated, but look. That's awkward. You knew you was going there, and it wasn't even a packed house, bro. Like, come on. It
1: wasn't. Definitely wasn't. Now, let me uh, I have it on good authority that um Coach Dancy actually gave the game plan for this game to Willie Simmons and he, he ripped it up and he was like, I'm gonna do it my way. Because he gave his running back the ball 40 times. And I heard he was trying to pass that same game plan on to Willie Simmons and he didn't accept it. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You you might want to talk to your coach about that. I I felt that that was a little. I you know just pride comes before the fall. That's what they say. That's, I mean, listen, I'm listen. i just uh, don't shoot the messenger. All right. Don't shoot the messenger. I just I just got on good authority. That's what happened. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't doubt it, bro. I'm 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 done with that whole thing. I'm just like the game plan. You cannot change who you are and what you do. Um, on a weekly basis. You know, you've been successful doing this. Why would you change what you do? Now, I mean, we did this, I want to say, in 2019 at the Classic. Our base defense changed, mm-hmm. you know? And it was like, bruh, like, why did you change the base defense? And then we lost? It was like your base defense would have gotten the job done. Ah! I get oh. mad just thinking about it. All
1: right, oh. Bayou Classic twenty nine twenty six, Grambling State pulls off the upset over Southern. I don't think anybody. I don't. I don't think any.
0: I. I said I
1: I Yeah, nobody saw this coming.
0: I nobody. ain't see this coming. I ain't.
1: Gonna again, I ain't it. Keith. I ain't nobody. <laughs> nobody saw that coming.
0: Nobody saw this. And but, uh, you know, but it is a rivalry game. I am happy that. Whoever that who's the interim coach at Graham? I don't even know his name.
1: His uh, name? Terrence, Terrence, something. <laughs> uh, Terrence, hold on, he's on my baller. Where I can, I can find it out real quick. Do uh, do do do.
0: Anyway, he did an incredible. Why you get that name, Terrence Graves? Terrence Graves. Graves. Yeah. Coach Graves did an incredible motivational job with those guys. Got those guys to rally around. Um, the game plan he got them to believe that they could freaking go in there and beat Southern and they gave maximum effort and I think I think obviously I think Southern having won the last two the way that they did probably felt like you know Graham was gonna throw the game at mm-hmm. you know and they came in thinking that it was gonna be business as usual when Gram was like it ain't gonna be business as usual we gonna bust you in the mouth you know and uh that's what happened. you know Gramlin came out with the W because they wanted it.
1: I uh, got some couple of people said uh he used to be defensive coach at Southern under Pete Richardson Graham intern or oh, Graham oh, Graham interim coach uh another Pete that's Richardson good. disciple. Pete Richardson
0: can coach uh, uh you know and I remember when Pete Richardson was hired at Southern University. Uh, Southern University wanted Coach Markham, our Alabama State's coach. Um, And Jaguar Nation was not happy (laughs) to get Pete Richardson. They were not happy. But Pete Richardson turned out to be the best thing to happen to Southern University since Coach Mumford. And so um, I'm hoping that uh, they figure it out. The
1: right way because we need Southern to be good. Yeah, we need Southern, you need Southern, and Grambling to be right, good. Yeah. Me I Absolutely. mean, because I mean, if you get fifty five thousand and they both didn't have a winning record, I could only imagine what that game looks like. If, <sighs> yeah, man, man, oh man, oh man. All righty, coming down to the to the Almighty game of the week, which ended up being a dud fam you southeast louisiana 3814 listen the floor is yours
0: i already talked about this but um <laughs> we we went out there and we were not prepared and i'm disappointed and and borderline really pissed uh, just because you know i'm i'm okay so the first game during jackson state we had a field goal attempt uh, that would have given us the lead nine to seven going into the half, with us getting the ball to open up the second half. That block. Dion calls a timeout and changes up the alignment. They end up blocking the kick, and that was really the difference in the ball game. So that's one special teams freaking blunder. Okay, then you come back, um, and against Alabama AM. Cornell Maynor is on his own 20-yard line, basically. And it's fourth, and I want to say about six. And was like, no, he's not gonna fake. Well, guess what? He freaking fake punted it, got the first down, and I'm sitting up there like, okay, that's another special teams blunder. This is ridiculous. You know, UAPB had a special teams play against us, and then against Bethune Cookman. During our extra point, the guy runs straight through the freaking line of scrimmage and blocks the <laughs> blocks the extra point. I'm sitting up there like OMG, I hate to go back a couple of years, 2018. South Carolina State blocks two punts, two punts for a touchdown that turned a game that would have been oh okay. They gave up a block punt and gave up a kick return for a touchdown. Now, Ooh. Buddy Pew, Buddy Pugh knows special teams and 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 gets it, but I'm like, bruh, like this is a legitimate concern and it's a deficiency. Even in 2019, South Carolina State had a return for a touchdown. In 2018, AT had the opening kickoff return for a touchdown. This is an issue. And so for Southeastern Louisiana to line up for a kick, and the guy wasn't no outside play. The guy just runs right up the freaking middle. I mean, it was like a a touchdown.
1: It was nice too. He didn't get touched. Wasn't even touched. Wasn't even touched.
0: That tells me that you're just lining up for a field goal. Just like, okay, well, we just lining up for a field goal. No, it's a freaking play. Try to block the freaking kick. Then, then, Savion Williams sacks. My boy, twice. Okay? Saxon QB twice is fourth down. We do something stupid, rough the kicker. Then, well, it was five yards. And then they fake the punt on fourth down. Yeah. Get the first down. Then they score another touchdown off. That's 14 freaking points. Yeah. 14 off of special teams errors. If you're championship squad, you cannot do that. You cannot do that. Now, going back to what I was saying earlier, Bishop Bonnet, Terrell Jennings, McLeod have been toting the darn thing the entire year. They have carried our offense. This team rushed for 276 yards versus Bethune-Cookman. If you go back even that game, um, my man McKay had only 23 attempts in that game. That's right where he needs to be on a consistent basis. So to completely turn the game over, you're only down 7-zip, to McKay is just dumbfounded. It's already cold. It's it's borderline raining and drizzling. Why are you throwing the ball like that? It was raining? Yeah, it rained a little bit. It It was drizzling and stuff. Why would you do that? That's not our game. That's not what got us to this point. You know, I I believe McKay is going to be a great quarterback one day. I believe that he'll develop mentally into a phenomenal guy because he works his butt off. That being said, you are what you are. Dance with the one that got you there. Mm. Bishop Bonner should have gotten way more carries than nine carries during the game. Come on, man. McLeod had four and Terrell Jennings, who's faster than McLeod, only had one carry. Ah, that was just not the right guy. Right,
1: so let me give you let me give you a, a point, a point of view from the southeast Louisiana. Uh, so one of my subscribers, his uh, family member, one of his family members plays on the team. And he told him before the game, he said, tell Scotty we're going to beat them by 20. And I was like, whoa. I was like, "What?" He said, "Yeah, we're gonna beat them by twenty, easy." And um, so that's what he told me before the before the before I made my pick. So I, I talked to him today, actually before the uh, I talked to him today, and he said, and he asked his cousin, "Like, yo, why did you know?" And, Of course, the game ended the way it was, but he said, "Why did you uh, say that?" He said, "On film, they're slow. They're a slow team." He said, um, "He said our stats. He said our our stats are inflated because everybody in the Southland is an air raid style." He said so that's we're so used to that it's just it, the, all there's all the defensive stuff that you've seen it's inflated because it's just the, everybody's just throwing the ball around and everything's so spread out and everything like that. He said but you know they we went against a quarterback that we weren't scared of we knew he couldn't make the throws. He said the running backs are slow. They're not as fast as what we've seen and he said that their offense isn't complex. It's nothing there's nothing that we haven't seen before. So he said that's why you know they were going to beat them by 20 and you know, I, 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 a lot of it I understood the, the running back being slow. I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, I, I, don't, I don't see that one. But you know, because Bishop was when he did have a chance, he was shooting around, get gets a couple gaps. But when I watch, when I went back and watched the game, I totally agree. I totally like the air no. raid has not the air raid has not taken over in the swag. The the swag does not run an air raid style. Even even Jackson State that tries to do it a little bit, they don't even do it as much as so. you got to have the line. You
0: have to have the personnel. You have to have the scheme. But you are what you freaking are. And guess what? I don't care about being slow. John Riggins was freaking slow. But guess what? He got three yards of freaking carry. I'm going to make you tackle my dudes. I'm going to make you do that until I get tired or I see that you can stop it. We didn't even give it a chance. Not to mention, even during the first game when we played Jackson State, we're trying to throw the ball around. And I'm like, We're not breaking away. Our guys are not in open space. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're as fast as people might think that we are necessarily. Now, Mm -hmm. Chad Hunter does have speed, and a couple of our other guys are reasonably fast. But we're not 4-3, 4-2 type, you know, blow you off, and our guys aren't extremely big. So I can kind of like get that, but even with that, that's all the more reason I'm going to burn the clock, OK,
1: this I'm going to try and
0: get three yards of carry yep. and I'm going to st- I'm going to stick with this until I see something open up, you know, um, you know, just continue to do it. Because I, I know these guys could have gotten three to maybe four yards of carry just by the way that these guys play defense. They don't tackle that great. You know, um, I'm talking about say They don't tackle that great. Yeah, I've yeah, would yeah. been like, you know what? I'm just going to back off the running game just entirely. No, I'm going to make me- you do that.
1: Let me ask you this, though. Real, real talk, Co- uh, Mr. Kofi. If the f- shoe was on the other foot, 7-0, right? You're zero, fourth fourth and one. You're at the midfield. Does Willie call a fake punt? That's my point. You just do it. That, to me... That that tells me like too early. That's too early in the game for me to do that.
0: And they had a phenomenal punt and gotten them all the way down to the two. That's true.
1: You do have a great punter. I do give you that. You do have a great punter.
0: So if I can change the field position with my defense, believing in my defense the way that I do, I would have punted the ball that early in the game. Now, second quarter, we still seven zip. We haven't generated anything. Third quarter, absolutely, I'm going for it.
1: Okay, I I can respect that. I can respect that. My my thing is, all this is what I when when I'm when I'm watching that game, seeing how bad Southeast Louisiana wanted the game that you called a fake. First of all, I see why they did a fake field goal. That kicker is trash. I mean, like, I mean, I thought swat kickers were bad. That Bama is garbage. Okay, so I understand why they fake that field goal. He is, he was saving his own self from him, but. But it's just, it's just the intent for them to be able to – they put up 48 points per game. And for them to go at it that hard to say, you know what, we're going to – we're going to get every point we can possibly get, it, Look, it really resonated th- with me. But again,
0: you saw something within our special teams unit that made you say, let's do it. That's my point. Would they have done that against Alabama?
1: No. <laughs> the alignment oh, hey, oh, yeah Williams. yeah yeah. oh yeah yeah no no no, no yeah you, I don't... What
0: I'm saying? you don't do that so my point is there's something our special teams for me has got to go to a different level get somebody in there that knows schemes that knows blocking because the only thing that's really saving that whole special team staff for me is uh jamari sheree who was able to return You know, the kicker obviously had a great year this year. A punter had a great year. But that, to me, is not special teams. That is part of special teams, but I believe in special teams' scheming. I want to see block kicks. I want to see block punts. I want to see kick returns for touchdowns. I want to see plays being run off the field goal formation. I want to see all of that. I want to see onside kicks, all of that. I want to see touch kicks that your guys that are faux pas, I want to say, onside kicks or secret onside kicks that don't look like it, but it gives your fast guys an opportunity to get 10 yards and catch the ball out of the air. I want to see that creativity begin to manifest on our special teams, and that's not there right now. In fact, it's not really there across the board with our HBCUs, and that's something that we got to take to the next level.
1: The This is the only thing. All right, so I'm going I'm to say this, and we're going to move to the uh, championship game. If I listen, if I'm Bishop Bonnet, me and some of these coaches are gonna have to have a long talk. My I'm a six year senior. This is my last game. I'm in the playoffs, and you give me nine carries. I'd have been livid. Man. I'd have been
0: livid. I'd have been mad, and I'm still mad because he only had nine carries. When I looked at the, the statistics, I was livid just because that speaks to the whole game plan and tells me that you weren't looking at this thing. Now Southeast Louisiana's team, they're not great on defense. So maybe you saw plays made by other teams that made you say we may be able to get an opening there. True mm-hmm. to the form. Also, we had plays. I mean, Xavier dropped several balls. Ooh. Our receivers dropped several passes that would have extended drives, helped McKay's stats improve, and ex- you know, just gave us an opportunity to get there. The plays were there. Yeah. But you have to have that execution come playoff wise. And that's all the more reason running the ball would have done it. Take Michigan and Ohio State. Oh, that, that, listen, if, Ohio if, State if is damn well, you. Bruh, I was watching a game like, bruh, I know they're watching this game. Like, <laughs> I had a partner call me and was like, bruh, did you see the Michigan game? I think we can go there against Southeast Louisiana. I think we can do the exact same thing. Not, <laughs> like, that you know, Michigan did against Ohio State. I think we can do it. And I don't even freaking coach football like that, right? I don't know football, but I just mean, I watched Michigan go in there and they just took it to those Ohio State guys, man. And they were running that freaking ball, man. I'm telling you, if he <laughs> does that, I believe we got a chance. Them Bama's went out there and started just. <laughs> Come on, man!
1: Come oh on. <laughs> man, yo! I mean, it that's, is that's real though, But that's real. That's real. It, it no, is right. what it is. That's Michigan,
0: fun. you know, they they wanted it and they established the physicality on that yeah. line of scrimmage. Yeah, and they showed that they could do it. That's how you win ball games. But the good side of that is, our boys got that taste. They see that we got some more work to do. They see that there's football outside of the swag, and we gotta take it to the next level. You don't like losing. Let's improve. Let's take it to the next level. And I can tell you now our recruiting season is just gonna be amazing and off the chain. I'm excited. I can't wait till February 2nd gets here
1: because Willie's gonna blow it out of the park. Facts. We'll see. Might drop the ball in play calling. Anyway, oh ah! um, playoffs are we go hey, we're gonna keep this real short and sweet because you know how this conversation can go. Real quick, you know, are you still it's just it's you know, real quick, are you still excited about the playoffs or would you Celebration. I'm excited
0: about the playoffs. I okay. don't like losing. I want to see HBCU succeed at the highest level, just like we do in every other freaking sport. We do it in every other sport. Now, I would like to see um I would like to see bowl games for teams that that don't uh have that opportunity. I want to see it, bro. But playoffs. Gives you an opportunity to readily compete for a natty. Yeah. You have an opportunity to compete for a national title against the very best in the country. Now, celebration bowls paying out a lot of money. I get it.
1: <laughs> I like how you brought the the back down.
0: <laughs> paying out a lot of money, you know. Um, but fam, you say fam, you beat Jackson State. And now we're going to play South Carolina State again. This is a team we beat to sleep in Bragg. So we going to Atlanta to beat this team to sleep again? (laughs) What do we have to prove? Like, What are we freaking gaining by playing in the celebration ball? Yeah. You know, it's it, it, fam, you this year, if we would have won the swag and had to play South Carolina State again, our people would have been clamoring for the playoffs anyway. Yeah. You know, know, and um I'm just I'm just like, we have an opportunity. Playoffs is your your it's your report card. It's your final exam. Let's see where we line up. Physically, yeah. athletically, I don't think. That Selah was that much better. Now there, no, their no, scheme, no,
1: no, by by their, no, by no means.
0: Their schemes offensively were nice. I liked the passing lanes that they were able to develop. I liked all of that stuff, bro. But, bruh, what got me pissed was again that special teams play. <laughs> that's that because that's you know I'm I'm sitting up there because you know I grew up a Miami Dolphins fan, so we always had great special teams. And because I've witnessed so many teams in the playoffs, in FCS level, Georgia Southern, Youngstown State, or uh, even App State, have great special teams, not from the kicker and punter standpoint, but from your scheme, your blocking, all that stuff, I know it's a factor. And to see us go out there and just give a, a touchdown, I was just sitting up there like, bruh, like, that was that was very disappointing and very telling That's that's just something we got to fix yeah and it can't be fixed by somebody that's that don't know what they're doing they're people that literally study this stuff for a living they do it yeah and they understand that's the guy i want coaching my special teams.
1: not just not just the leftover coach no all right money money yeah so yeah.
0: my, my so let me money. say this
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> let me <laughs> like say playoffs, for, for me, I would like to see playoffs. I'd like to see both, you know, again. But, you know, this, this left a very bitter taste in my mouth because I know we're freaking better than that. And for yeah. us to go out there and lose the way that we did was not cool. I was just like, yeah. All, all right. right, so people like and share. People like and freaking share.
1: That's what we do. That's what we do. All right, last question. Hey, guys, call lines are open. We, we've taken this last question, and then we're going to get to the call lines, all right? Prairie View versus Jackson next, State at the
0: vet. Next, next, next. Take the calls. I ain't talking about this. Next. next. Uh, guess we, guess now, take- I call. would say let me say this I don't mean <laughs> to insult the Prairie View fans, okay? All right. Because Prairie View does have talent. Prairie View does, but Jackson State's not going to lose this game. They're not going to lose this game at the vet. You, you injured your your QB. Your best wide receiver is hurt. Jackson State would have to come in and completely lay an egg for, for purview Purdue to pull this off.
1: Um, and I, I, think I, LaDinian believe, Brooks is, I think Ladinian Brooks is like, he's hobbled too as well. And that's their best running back.
0: Bro, when you experience injuries like that at the end of the year, I've seen it, it tears down your team. You're, you're not able to withstand the physicality. And scheme-wise, Jackson State has been a beast defensively for the most part. Um, they're fast. Call it and call Tyrone with that calling the PV upset right now. It ain't going to happen. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just I, playing, bro. You can pick it. who you want to pick. It's a free country, right?
1: Yeah, that's what you can. Hey, caller, you lot. Talk to me. Hello? Yeah, caller, you lot. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
4: It's Mike call for tell us.
1: What's up, Mike? Talk to us.
4: Man, I gotta I gotta say we got we, we gotta give Ben Crump a call too, man. Who Ben, Crump? ben Crump?
1: Oh yeah.
4: Why? All them flags, the flags they were throwing at that Florida and M and SLU game. Not to say that just had a whole lot to do with the game. But, man, it it was almost outrageous just being and seeing some of the way they was holding land and holding number zero, man. It was just – Let me say this. Like,
0: let me say
1: this. Hold hold on, Mike. Go ahead, go ahead, ahead, Mr. Coffee. Go ahead. All right.
0: So when you're on the road in the playoffs, you're going to get bad calls. And my friend who works at Southern University, he was like, bruh, let me tell you, bruh. Y'all going to Hammond, Louisiana. Now, I know you sat up there and you talk bad about Southern University and they crazy fast. But let me tell you, you're going in the clam country. Them crackers is not going to let y'all get out of S-E-L-A with a W. I'm telling you now. Them referees going to call flags. They going to cut the damn fool. I'm telling you now they going to do it. And I'm telling you, them people crazy, it's Klan country. They are racist as all get up. So, you know, I coach tennis, right? So when I would train my brother and train other players, I would purposely call the ball out that I knew was in because I wanted to see how you were going to react. Are you going to keep your composure or are you going to continue to play? You're going to get cheated. You're the only freaking HBCU, and you're going into the heart of Klan country. You're going to get bad calls. And I've seen it. Even the Youngstown State game that we should have won, I mean, that wide receiver was right in front of the referee right before the half. He pushed, I mean, just (laughs) – he pushed our DB down, caught the ball for a touchdown right before the half, and Youngstown State was able to get back into the – LSU is hiring Brian Kelly as their head coach. That's wow. Yeah. That's huge. Um, But, yeah, man, I, I hate it. It sucks, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. These people are not going to give up their territory freely. We got to go in and take it. And being in the SWAC, we used to raggedy, made-up calls anyway. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, bro. It's just, it's just, it feels different coming when it's coming from white people.
4: Yes, 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 yes. that's very true, man. And uh, just being in the stands and it was almost overwhelming at time, man. Like just being there, and seeing it, it almost like that why I said we gotta call Bill, uh, being Crump, because it was, it was child abuse, man. It was like, come on, man, like let the boys play. Let uh, them all the them, you know, parties, I mean, them people out if, there are not going to let you
0: flag, get away with nothing. Hey. They're not going to let you get away with that. And these, these colors are coming in here. They're thinking they're all that in a bag of
1: chips. Gonna I must not be watching the same game because I didn't see a lot of flags. No, I I no, did, no, I did no, see no. holding calls that weren't yeah, made. I did see holding calls yeah, yeah, that weren't the the made, piece. but I didn't see a lot of flags being thrown. I, I'm not watching the, I, I, I wasn't watching the no, same game.
4: No, you, you had you you had to beat up, man. I promise you. Told anybody from, even some of the southeastern, some of the student body, they even recognized it too. But they were like, hey, that's how I supposed to go. You got playing at home. But, I mean, in a way, they were right. But I still don't feel that's right. You know, it's a playoff game. Let's have an even match across the board. It felt like when I was watching the game in the stand like I was – watching the swag like Jackson State playing. Cause I know for some reason, what I noticed, I played at Alabama State. But what I noticed, and this was like in 07. But what I noticed with Dion is for some reason they the calls will favor Jackson State a lot of the times. Even when you was you would notice the the um when Southern scored against Jackson State right before the half. And the referee running up dumbfounded like he didn't see anything. Like he, he looking right directly at it. And it, it was amazing when the offensive lineman from Southern ran up to the referee and started jumping up and down like a little baby. But that, I, that's almost the real, you know, the, I guess, a realistic version of a half
1: world. I but appreciate the call. Yeah, appreciate the call. Uh, Let me say this before I take this call. There I have people have called me and say they do not like that Dion and the in the refs mingle a lot, a lot before the game. They say they do not like that. I, and, I, and I've had a couple teams say, like, you know, Dion goes up to them. And they be all chit chatting. But coaches do that. No, most coaches do do that. But it just looks bad when you're Dion doing it. But let me take this call real quick. This, this is Bishop. Hey, what's up, Bishop? Talk to us.
3: What's good,
1: what's good? What's good, man? What's good with you? Shit, just chilling, just chilling. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you a couple questions, right? So how how exciting were you? Hey,
3: uh, hold on, hold on. Before we start, before we start, it ain't going to be no... No, no bashing. No bashing. No bashing. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, nah, I got you. I got you. I got you. No, nah, right. I, I don't get down like that. All right, so um, how... What was the game plan when you originally... Like, when you, when you guys... Game plan throughout the week. What was the game plan originally before you went down 14 0? Uh,
3: keep Cole Kelly off the field. Uh, game manage, you know, run the ball, game manage the clock. Really about it. Now, not to get too much into it. No, nah, nah,
1: no, I got you. Go. Yeah, I got you. I just wanted. To, now, my. Now I saw you had a lot of pants difficulties. What 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 was up with that? Like you didn't get no belt. What I mean, <laughs>
3: what what's going on? I'm like, my man. Nah, about... nah, no... Nah. I, I know usually my pants be tight anyway. So with the belt, I really don't be can. So yeah, that's about it.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Now, uh, my I'm uh, this is my last question. I'm gonna let Mister Coffee if he has any questions. My thing is this: as a senior, this being your last game. What were you expecting like like you know what I'm saying like what did you how did you want I know you didn't want to go out with a loss I understand that, but how you know what were your expectations going to the game?
3: uh get a dub by any means um uh, to keep it g. uh I would have took a nine carry 50 game uh nine carry fifty yard in a dub over a 20 carry 200 yard game and a loss that's just me personally. So um, mobile, I love, you know, you know, the ball a lot. I have a great game. You know, I I never worry about stats. Facts. You know, so my love, would just to have a great game and just win. That was my love for the game. You got something for Mr. Kobe?
0: I mean, congratulations, obviously, on a great year. Um, you know, you're one of my favorite players. Uh, you know, to dawn the orange green this year, I want to say, but um. I want to say I'm going to miss you, first of all, Um, and I want to say just the camaraderie that you guys and the teamwork that you all distributed. I want to say throughout to hear you say what you said in regards to the carries and your thought process tells me that you are a team guy. Um, What is the mood of the team going forward? I mean, this was your last hurrah. You know, really, with the playoffs, what what's what's in your heart regarding the future of Rattler football? Where do you think we can go?
3: Uh we're only going up from here because I know one thing about Coach Simmons is he's a great recruiter. He don't bring in scrubs at all. So we're only going up from here. And my my thinking um, back on the playoffs is, you know, you got to go through stuff to 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 be better. You feel me? Um kind of remind me of like my senior high school like we know how it feels to go to state you feel me so we took a trip down to to the stadium just to just to get a feel of how everything was you feel me so i feel like this year you know we really wanted to go all the way we 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 weren't just happy with going to the playoffs so y'all can get that out of your head we really wanted to really believe we can run make a run at this thing you feel me so i just feel like us being in this playoff now we get a as a team, we get to understand a lot. okay, nah, yeah, just playoff, just playoff atmosphere The fans. You know, they was they was that was a crazy. The fans were crazy. They, it was crazy. So you know, just <laughs> going through it and experiencing that—that's that—that was the best thing for us, to be honest. I uh, honestly be believe honest, like we need to we need to stay with the playoffs. To be honest, that's me personally. That is my personal opinion because if you want to be the best nationally, you gotta beat the best. That's that's how it is.
0: I, I'm in total agreement with that. Um, you know, obviously, uh, as Fantasia says, sometimes you got to lose to win. I know that that's a part of the process. It's not easy. You're a winner. Nobody likes to lose. Um, but at the same time, I, I'm a firm believer as well that you learn probably a lot more about yourself, your deficiencies, and your strengths um, from losses. And uh, I believe I know for a fact that Coach Simmons is going to take it to the next level. I just want to see us tighten up on the special teams just a little bit more. But that's it. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, Bishop. Look, uh, before, uh, before we let you go, man, let me let me. It's, it's something I want to ask you. Like when I watch the "Why Not Us," and I and I and I love the position you took as a leader on the team that says if you're not trying to take my job, you know what I'm saying you're not doing your part. That mindset that you have, because a lot of kids don't have that, you know, with us being a starter, being a senior, no, nobody wants their job to be taken. How much was that, you know, from you, and then how much is that from Willie Simmons and the culture he's instilled at FAMU?
3: All uh, right, that's definitely because you know, since Willie Willie Simmons came, like I said before, he don't, don't bring scrub, so you know, there was a lot of competition at running back this year. Like right? a lot of people asked me, how how did you feel about this year? I didn't expect to me, for me to have the year I had, to be honest. Because, mm. you know, we got me, Terrell Jennings, Jalen McLeod. We got E.T. in the backfield. And we got DeAndre Francis, who's going to be a great running back. You feel me? So I'm just thinking, like, damn, I'm just going to have a good year. So to have the year I, I had, it was crazy because the competition that we have is, is amazing. So, you know, and then also me, that's the same person. I'm a dog. You know, regardless <laughs> That's how I thought I was in the rain. high school. You can me that.
1: Duval. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> man, Bishop, man, I appreciate you calling. And
0: I gotta ask this last this last question. Um, what was your favorite game? The Alabama A&M game
3: or the classic? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> no, my favorite game was the classic. Why? Yeah, the- EK, E.K., That's because um I've been you see you feel me I've been at thing since 2015. I was a walk on, and um as a walk on I travel to the cup game. You know everybody don't travel it's for all the real football players who went to college. You know yeah I guess <laughs> that's another topic, but you know um I travel every year, so every year I always ended up going home with a loss. So to be able to have the game I had and have the win, it was amazing. You feel me? Then they jumping into the crowd. My mom and them was right there. That's the only reason why I jumped into the crowd. That's what's so, up. Like, it was just amazing. Hey, Bishop, you know,
1: I don't know, uh, I know we reached out and uh, we talked a little bit and, and you know, I'm a big yeah, fan. We, yeah, we love like, that. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, and... um you know, I, I call you the grandma and I know it, it I know, I know it, I know the, the name don't sound right, but it's just how, <laughs> it's just that you do everything for the team. And, you know, I've always been, a, I've always been a bit, you know, gay, hey, listen, if you're stuck in a rut. Give it to Bonnet. That's been, that's been, <laughs> that's been my mindset and my model, man. But listen, uh, B, I appreciate you calling in, man. Uh, Shout out to you. Shout out to your boys. Who's watching this as well. I saw general hunt in the, uh in the comments as well. Shout out to him, the freshman and, uh, what, what's next for you, man? Tell us what's next for you before you get up out of here.
3: Uh, what's next? Uh, you know, training for my pro day. Um, if I don't hear now with football, I'm getting myself to about June to be realistic with myself. If I don't hear now with football, you know, I'm just going to go on a workforce. I got two degrees. You know, my hey. first one was in construction engineering. Another one in an interdisciplinary studies. So, yeah, um, I got a few connections with some well-connected people. So, no, you know, yeah, um, being at family really set me up to be successful. Very, very successful.
1: <laughs> That's what's up. That's what Mr. Campbell always says. He's like, once you leave fam you're going to be connected. Hey, Bishop, man, appreciate the call, man, and you be blessed, my boy. Keep striking. Oh, you too. All right, man. All right, guys, that was Bishop Bonnet with the call-in. Man, that was what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Y'all might see me and Bishop hook up uh, sometime in the, in the the in the future, you know. Talk about uh his career and stuff like that. Ooh, Carlisle's buzzing. They they buzzing. Let me get let me get Mr. Ford up in here. What's up, Mr. Ford? Talk to me.
4: Hey, I want to say to uh Miss, hold on, let me turn this down. I want to say to Mr. Hemingway, you you bringing it tonight? Uh I just want to say to you, I I, I respectfully disagree <laughs> about the whole thing about the uh, special teams. The biggest problem, fam, you have and the thing that's keeping them from being elite is that they don't have a trigger man for Willie's offense. That's the number one problem that's facing FAMU. One of the things that Billy Joe taught us, he, he taught us in the years that he was in the NCAA playoffs, you have to have an offense that can score at the drop of a hat. And I can remember that 99 team when he had, uh, Ju- I Juwan say Sider. Uh, uh, he 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 was he, he had two quarterbacks.
0: Queen he Gray and Juwan
4: Sider. Um, one is now the he's the quarterback coach at Alcorn. Queen What's Gray. He was a big guy from Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. And then the other one, he's an assistant coach. I know he was at Penn State or something. Juwan Sider. Oh, okay. That's right. Now here's the thing about it. Fam, you could attack you in the air, and they could attack you on the ground. And so, what I'm saying is, until he goes, until Willie goes and get that elite quarterback, that offense that he's trying to run, it's one-dimensional. Because one, the only thing that Fam can do right now is run the football. You can't be you can't be superior, you can't be outstanding in the playoffs if you are one-dimensional. Because people who are worth their salt, the defensive coordinators they will stop you. And that's one thing I've, I learned from Coach Billy Joe. You have to be able to run, but you also have to be able to throw. And I'm going to end with this. I heard a story today, and I would just like for the Alabama State people to please tell me, is this the truth, or is this a myth? And the story goes that they had a president down at Alabama State by the name of Dr. Joseph Silver. He uncovered some corruption and graft going on with the uh, trustees. One of the trustees took money, some kind of way he embezzled money, money that had been set aside to build the stadium and took this money and built his daughter a home. And so this president, uh, this Joseph Silver, supposedly he turned whistleblower and told the people in state government at Alabama what had happened that they had people on the Alabama State trustee board embezzling money.
2: Mm.
4: Now, here's the, the ironic part of it. Instead of dealing with the trustees, they fired Joseph Silver, gave him so many thousands of dollars to go home and get lost, but those people are still on that board. And so what those Alabama State alumni was telling me today was that this stuff that's going on with this Eddie Robinson pick and with this guy, no, I do not hate Alabama State. That's a lie. I had several teachers from Alabama State. So, Kevin LaDell, please stop t- telling that lie. I have great admiration and great respect for Alabama State. I'm just telling you a story that I heard today. And I want somebody from Alabama State to tell me, is it the truth or is that a myth? But they're saying that this man reported this graph and corruption, and instead of the uh, state government dealing with the people on the board of trustees, they fired the president who told them what they were doing. And uh, my last point, I was so disheartened today. I came home today from school and I saw the list that you put up, Scotty, about all those people that Alabama State could have hired. My thing was, we couldn't complain about the competition in the swag. We got a chance to get people like Hugh Jackson. We, get a, we got a chance to get a guy like Kevin Sumlin. And we, we don't even return these people's phone call. So I'm saying today, we have, I'm a, I'm a Grambling graduate. We have Noah Biden. I would love for us to get Hugh Jackson to train him and get him ready to win all of these uh, SWAC championships he can win and to get that kid ready for the
1: uh interface. Listen, y'all have a good night. Enjoying Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Hey Mr. F- hey, listen, let me tell you something. Mr. Ford, when he don't like something, you better stand back. I'm telling you, that boy gonna be shooting. He gonna he gonna shoot you till you're dead. <laughs> oh I'm telling you if you if you if you twitch too much he gonna shoot you again. Hey Ryan what's up man all right, what's up? I got a couple of
4: questions. Uh, we start, Mister Cope. How you doing?
0: All right, how are you? I'm all
4: right. Hey, uh, I got. A, I'm looking forward to next year, Jackson and fam. You play the first game? What fam? You roster looking like next year?
0: We're gonna be fine, bro. This is uh pretty. We're gonna be fine. We've got two freshman classes that actually came in this year, so a number of players um got redshirted. Uh, so, you're going to see Isaiah Land next year. You're going to see General Hunt next year. You're going to see Boulder back next year. You're going to see Terrell Jennings back next year. You're going to see McKay back next year. You're going to see that wide receiver core back next yep. year. You're going to see about three, I want to say four to five offensive linemen next year. We're going to be stacked and really reloading. Um, the issue, you know, obviously is going to, what I want to say is what's going to enhance the team is this whole transfer portal deal. Now, um, there's a lot of opportunity and coaches have to really discern, but the Rattlers will be ready to uh, to really take home this OBC title uh, come Labor Day weekend. Now, we actually play a week zero game against the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. So we're going to go up there and really – attempt to try to do well and possibly win that game. So he's coach Simmons is going to bring I know everybody's looking at Dion's class, but I'm telling you nah, Coach Simmons class is gonna be top ten come twenty twenty two. you're the same. Tevin Griffey Tevin I, Griffey around this what were you about to say? Yeah you say what? I was gonna yeah, say was saying,
4: some, we fit the same hype around next year's game as we had this year.
0: The OBC game is gonna sell out. What that kind
4: game's of gonna sell is out. What the kind of question is game, that
0: the
1: only no, thing no,
4: that kept no, this game? No, they said it sold out. I went I went to the one
0: this year. They said it was supposed to sell out.
1: Come on, no, no, bro. No, no, like, no, no. Come on. You know everybody and their mama gonna want this rematch. What kind of question is that?
0: The top now, two, here's here's the deal. Is. You still had thirty-three thousand that were at that game. No, right?
4: that's why I asked. Oh no, that's why I asked got it. That's why I had asked that who who did had. Because I know they lose the Marquise. And I thought they were losing a lot of firepower from this
0: year's team. And Bishop, you know. Nah, this this team is loaded and locked for next year. Uh there's a lot of people that you didn't see that you're gonna find out about, plus the whatever coach Simmons signs through the transfer portal at that's becoming a tongue twister. The transfer portal. Um, <laughs> Porter. The transfer of Perder, All right. Is uh it's gonna be amazing. But let me say this game is gonna sell out. Uh the thing that kept the game from selling out this year was the uh the COVID strand. So we don't have no more COVID issues with Omicron or what's the Delta and none of that other stuff. Uh this game's gonna sell out. Uh cool. That was, uh, hey,
4: well, hey, one more thing though, Scotty. Uh Kobe, what did you have any issues with the um all sweat team? Anybody you felt like hey Scott, that's what I had wanted to talk to you about. I thought the biggest problem was James Houston not being defensive player of the year. That was the most egregious thing to me. But it's yeah, debatable.
0: It's debatable, but Isaiah Land had an incredible year, bro. I it's you know, if you would have taken that away, you know, uh there would have been some rattles that would have been basically saying the same stuff. But let James Houston go on out there and do his thing. You know, just prove everybody wrong.
1: If I'm being honest, I think that's the only guy that should have won both awards, Newcomer of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. That's, that's, that's my personal opinion. So what do I know?
0: Congrats <laughs> to Isaiah Land, Defensive Player of the Year, from the Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University.
1: Who is still looking for Cole Kelly because <laughs> he didn't touch him. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. He, from the FAMU University.
0: Uh-huh, Florida NL.
1: <laughs> Florida NL. Anyway, strike, strike, or it's miss, miss, and miss again. Anyway, uh, let me see. Next caller. Hey, caller, you loud. Talk to me.
4: Scotty, what's up, man? It's your boy, Mike from Hammond, dog. <laughs> Mike from Hammond. What's up, Mike? Mike from Hammond. What's up, man? Kobe, what's up, my boy? What's up, man? So look, so, look, man. Look, look, look. I'm in Hammond. I'm in Hammond uh, Saturday night, bro. I'm like, man, I ain't going to buy you classic. I got to go over here and see what's happening. Hammon ain't that big, bro. Like, while well, I was at a reception, and, like, you could hear the games from over there. I'm like, damn, it must be packed. fam. you must have bought some people. Parking lot was empty. Parking lot was empty. I'm like, wait, whoa, fam. you're supposed to travel. Something ain't right about this. Parking lot was empty. So we we didn't go in. And like I told you, I'm a, I'm a football coach myself, and a couple of the guys I coach with, they went to Southeast, right? Uh-huh. And we talking, they like, what the hell's wrong with Sam What the hell's wrong with Samuel? Those big yeah, now he's going to race and talk. And we talk to each other like this because we know each other. That big ass mother they had running that ball, why they stopping letting them run the ball? Mm. And this big that big mother they had that deep of the van, he can't do shit. Couldn't <laughs> so he wasn't talking about it. Couldn't do <laughs> so, nothing. So I, I'm like, man, Sam Hugh Rick here ain't showed us shit. <laughs> Listen. Oh, it was ugly, bro. It was ugly. It was now, <laughs>
0: I I wanna say obviously, I feel like we just came in with the wrong game plan. Um, and even if they came in with the wrong, I want to say the game plan to keep Cole Kelly off the field, the administration and the execution of that game plan was not there. And, uh, obviously I'm disappointed because I know we can play a whole lot better. Um, and that's that. Hey, but, but I mean, my,
4: my thing about it was, you know, like, you know, before a game, you can only go by stats and all that when you doing a matchup. And, and, and Scott, like I heard you say, bro, you say styles make fights in games, you know, exactly. and I agree with that. But at the same time, man, when you got the number one defense, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and, and these people got all these people hurt. These people got all these people out. This was the worst defense. Like, I'm sorry, my bad. Let me rephrase it. They had the worst defense. Sam offense was pretty decent. And you couldn't score until they put in the scrubs. Like, that's a slap in the face. This is the worst defense of FCS. And, fam, you couldn't score on these people. So what does that say about our level of play?
0: What I would say is... if fam, really you're
4: supposed to be just as good as Jackson State. So it's like... And I'm going to judge you. I'm a, I'm a two-time graduate of Jackson State. I don't know if y'all know that, but that's where I come from. So I'm saying with them, if they got the worst defense of FCS, fam, you... Couldn't even score to the fourth quarter. What does that say about our tel- level of talent?
0: Now, what I would say is Jackson State is not all that in a bag of chips. Obviously, they only won by one point. So, in addition to that, uh J State's offensive line um is I want to say suspect. What I will say is what wins football yeah. games, what wins football games is execution. And strategy. And we simply went in with the wrong strategy. Same thing happened against Jackson State. We went out there trying to get McKay to throw the ball all over the place when the strength of our team was in the running game. Had Bishop Bonnet, Bishop Bonnet was averaging five yards of carry. Travis Jennings had five yards of carry. Um, our other running backs had five yards of carry. So if you got five yards of carry, they carry the ball twice. That's a first down. Keep running. The ball. We didn't do it.
4: Y'all should have had like 30 carries, though. <laughs> we, we didn't do it. I mean, <laughs> we like had big running back, man.
0: It was a lack of commitment to the run. And sometimes you just make those decisions as a coach thinking that you can do something that you can't do, you know, and trying to make I want to squeeze, I want to say, as they say in deep south, squeeze blood out of a tournament, a turnip. Uh we just didn't have it. So, you know, but what that does say is that we need to take it to the next level. That's what it says. And the only way you can correctly evaluate that is to play against competition that will draw that out or expose your weaknesses. you got to play. <laughs> you got to play against better that's against
4: The truth is there's always been an issue with those guys, though. Like, I mean, you know, uh, HBCU was saying this, PWI, FCS, that's always been a gimmick right there, the line of scrimmage. They've always been better in the trenches than us. That's
0: always been the game. We we weren't that much deficient in 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 the trenches. Sometimes you get a matchup where a guy is just better than you. But, I mean, Savion had two straight sacks. And we gave the ball right back to him with a bonehead penalty and then a fake punt on fourth down. That shouldn't have happened. You know, so that's just stuff that happens. Uh, stuff you just really got to work on to take to the next dimension and level, man. I, I, I'm ready to see a, another HBCU, if not us, win a natty on the football level. I want to see it happen in baseball. I want to see it happen yeah. in track. I want to see it happen in basketball. I want to see us make the freaking Sweet 16, but it's not going to happen to we increase our level of commitment, get our infrastructure and get better quality athletes and better coaching. That's the bottom line. All
4: right, one last thing, brother. Let me let y'all go. I know y'all got a million people waiting on y'all. So I'm going to ask you, Colby, like, and be honest with me, dog. Don't, 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 don't get family to show me. Don't get family to show me. Do you, do you, if you, if you will Simmons, do you look for another quarterback this year?
0: Oh, absolutely. You do whatever you can with your team to get to the next level. In fact, he was looking for that this year. The guy that's, I want to say, starting at South Dakota State, was signed to famu ola coden was going to be our starting qb but we had some administrative issues that didn't want to admit the man as a grad student with some type of dumb stipulations or whatever he would have been our starting qb this year and you wouldn't have even heard of mckay so um what i would say is i'm happy with coach black's development and coach simmons commitment to developing mckay because mckay obviously improved and i think that he's going to continue to improve if he hands if he ends up being the starter it's because he has earned it but i fully expect coach simmons to go out and get another qb that's going to get it by the way spencer rattler is out there in the transfer portal and it would be really interesting if the rat Spencer Rattler became a rattler on the highest of seven hills in Tallahassee. So,
1: what would you say? No, you no nothing. It was a, it was a drop I did. Hey, appreciate the call, Mike. Oh, <laughs> all right, no bro. All right. <laughs> all
0: right, appreciate you.
1: Spencer Rattler become a fam you. That oh, Spencer Rattler becomes a rattler. I see what you're doing there. Uh-huh. God. Oh, God. I see the NIL. Oh, I God. see the deals turning. There we go. I see
0: it. Hey,
1: calling you live, talk to me. I see the NIL.
2: Hey,
1: what's going on, Sky? What's good, he turn your background down for me.
4: Okay, yeah, I, I just did. Right, James, calling from California.
1: Talk to me, James. Uh,
4: my my question for you guys is, <clears throat> um, do you think more of these schools will be open to NFL coaches like Prime, uh, depending on how many guys get drafted uh, after this
0: season? I don't think that done? has anything to do okay. with it. I don't think it has anything to do with it. it has something to do with uh who's doing your hiring process and the infrastructure of your, your program and team. I think that um, obviously prime's success opened the door for Eddie George, Tennessee state immediately made an adjustment and went after him. You know, if Willie Simmons goes somewhere else, family's going to hire somebody phenomenal because you're going to become behind somebody that's, Absolutely amazing. Not going anywhere in time soon, so I don't want anybody reading in that. But, um, absolutely. Now, other HBCUs like Alabama State and apparently Southern University have a problem with this. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not understanding it at all. If Ed Reed calls my program and says that he wants to coach my team, I'm looking deep into that. If Hugh Jackson calls and says he wants to coach my team, I'm looking into that. I'm looking into that heavily because that generates um, revenue for your program. You know, so
1: absolutely. And somebody wanted you to finish your comment about Tevin Griffey. You was, you Tevin was
0: Griffey is a phenomenal athlete, and he's going to get an opportunity to play. Uh, as a freshman, it was just going to be difficult for him to consistently break into the lineup. And you don't want to break in for no reason and then him lose his eligibility over a technicality. There are guys like BJ Bowler and his brother that, uh, that just are the coaches trust a little bit more. And as he learns the system, he's going to do it, but he's incredibly athletic. He's super quick, very fast. And he's very explosive and he's going to make plays for us. And I'm excited about his future at FAMU.
1: Cool. What's up, Mr. Campbell? Talk to me. Hey man, listen, I want to play devil's advocate
4: on something about what you got. I want to get you guys opinion on this, okay? We buying the devil on our square. A lot about how we should hire somebody or whatever. So let me throw this at you guys. Dooley was the offensive coordinator at Grambling that that won the swag twice. I think he actually won an award for being um an assistant coach. On that level, he goes to Prairie View and they have a winning city They've been there three years and they haven't had years of being winning. And they're in the swag championship. So with that resume,
0: yes, sir. Maybe the phone, devil didn't want you to say that. that your statement. phone is breaking
1: up really bad. Your your phone is breaking up really bad.
3: What, what about now? All right. Little, yeah, you, we can hear you. Go ahead.
4: I was saying about I'm playing and I'm trying to have a real fall discussion here because we having a lot of fan first take stuff. And sometimes that shit throws me off. You've got a guy like Dude, who was the offensive coordinator of the two swag champions, black national champion. And I believe he won an award for being an assistant coach, like offensive coordinator, whatever. He goes to Prairie View. Has, I believe, I think, year they've had a winning record. At least two of, the, and he's in the SWAT championship. He's developed quarterbacks, got pass, and he developed Kincaid. So you're telling me that if I, he comes in there and shows his resume, that's not a strong resume to get a coaching job, or so? Absolutely. And I love it. Ritz and all those, but he has an X, ex- showing that he has a role. He has a better play. He has recruited. But you have, you have.
0: Okay. So I, I understand your question. Not- I understand your question and your thought process. And I would say, absolutely. But if you ask me again, if Kevin Sumlin is in the equation, am I going to hire duly? Or am I gonna hire Sumlin? And my answer would be Sumlin. If you tell me that Hugh Jackson is coming in after the work I'm that he's Apple done with Hickbox, Hugh Jackson is interested in my program. I'm say what? Coach. I'm talking about
4: a coach versus celebrity coach. Potentially, like, like a Taylor coach Taylor. At the end of the day is a coach. has been a head coach. Because that's okay, what the argument Jerry is. Mack, If Southern Jerry Jordan Mack fired calls, Dooley, they should go get Ed Reed. They should go get Rod Wilson. They
0: should go get Marshall Faulk. If Jerry Mack called, and I know that he called at Southern University, I'm going with Jerry Mack over Dooley, straight up. Now, now, why is that? Jerry Mack has championships. How many championships do we have it's as it's a it's head coach? Swag like championship. Game. How many championships? Does Dooley have as a head coach?
4: Okay, so I'm asking you, tell me about Mac because I don't know Mac. Who is Mac? I don't know him.
0: Jerry no Mack was the head coach at the North Carolina Central University. He beat Broadway multiple years in a row uh, at North Carolina A&T. So he took the North Carolina Central program and was able to elevate it to a championship status. He won it two years in a row. So Getting somebody like him, who again is a Jackson State grad, who knows the swag, who respects Jaguar Nation, who has ties uh, in the Tennessee area, has ties in the deep south, in Louisiana and Mississippi, and would be able to recruit and assemble a staff that would be absolutely phenomenal. I'm going with Jerry Mack.
4: So You keep going back to my point. You keep going back to guys that actually cops. You so you keep doing what I'm not asking you. I'm asking the question that Scotty has been posing. I would not take a retread. I So that would be a guy that knows how to coach. I'm asking a question. He keeps going blank on the question. Yeah, the question.
1: Your, your phone is cutting out really bad. You have to either find another connection or call back uh, in. Uh, what, what
0: was his question?
1: If I'm not. I think he's talking about taking a retread coach over a celebrity coach who has not coached before. That I think that's where he was going. I, I
0: would I, do that. I, I, get, it. I get it. I would. I would. I would. You would. know, but at the same time, you know, you have to look, you have to weigh the balances. And that's why, you know, they pay those guys the big bucks. But I'm looking hard at Ed Reed regardless because. I know it's going to be able to recruit. I got to be able to compete and beat Dion on a consistent basis. or my fan base is going to be upset.
1: I'm not paying $400,000 for this. this. This is what I'm not paying $400,000 for. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm just You're not paying $400,000 for what? For for, for for Eric Dooley in this record. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not all paying right. $400,000 for that. I get you about 250. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up calling you live?
4: Yeah. All right. Thanks for taking my call, man. Um, uh,
1: Listen, I'm, I'm a family
4: graduate and uh, been a family supporter for a long time. I was. I want to make sure I want to confirm this because when I first heard it, it really pissed me off, so Colson might be able to know what it is. Uh, it's my understanding that um, it was a bid of under 55000 to host the playoff game. And if that's true, I'm telling you I'm pissed off because we came up with hundred some thousand or 90 to hundred some thousand dollars to take the band to Southern, and you go tell me that we can't come up with55,000 dollars to host a game that could have been a major difference in play and how we do things. Uh, I, I got to hear that, and I, uh, I want to know if that's true. and, um, and how, do, how, how do we go to a situation where we can't come up with55,000 dollars to be to host a playoff game?
0: I would say that that's not true. I would say that the reason why we did not host the game is because they're doing construction on Bragg stadium um, that had already started. And that was really the deal. Uh, The bid was over $150,000 as far as I know, but they had already taken, you know, just doing work and everything. So we wouldn't have been able to host that game anyway. Now going forward, I think that if, obviously, if something um, is going to happen in Tallahassee, we have multiple stadiums in Tallahassee. So even Capitol Stadium, if you're talking about um, 12,000 seats at $40 a ticket, you know, you do the math, that's your bid. So it would have been pointless for us to bid $55,000 just because it doesn't make any sense, the this. That's uh, absurd, and that, that's a
1: rumor. And you wouldn't have made your money back? That's what you're saying?
0: No, This that's just, yeah, the $55,000 bid is not going to be, Uh, it's a drop in the pan. <laughs> it's like no money at all. You know, um, you're going to make that money
1: back. So. Too easy. Uh, let me go with. Hey, what's up, bud? Talk to me.
4: What's up, Scott? What's good? Hey. Real quick, man, I kind of agree with what you've been saying today as far as the retrade. but here's the thing about the SWAT coaches, man. I think that sometimes we look past. Uh, I was really disappointed in, in Willie Simmons because it's kind of like he was saying. I heard Mr. Kofi say, well, we had this as far as matchup. But then at some point, don't you have to start blaming the scheme? And how can we say he's one of our best coaches when, hey, you got a quarterback sitting in the pocket, eating you alive. Why not blitz? Hey, you got a great running back. Why not run the ball? How you mess up on stuff like that? So if this the best coach we got to offer, I would, of course I have Willis, I have Simmons or somebody else. i some, and I mean like the sweat coaches are pitiful sometimes. Like, I, uh, my side, am I wrong? Am I looking at it wrong? Did you look at that game and feel like that that it was? Uh, it wasn't a good matchup I'm, or it was just poor coach. I'm I'ma gonna
1: let culture. I'ma let Mr. I'ma let the fam you graduate answer that question. You what, would you like to answer that, Mr. Kofi?
0: What I'm going to say, and you know, I believe in Coach Simmons. I know his heart. I know I've seen him call good games. <laughs>
4: I didn't know he this, let me
0: say
4: this. I love him. This was not, this was not indicative with
0: the heart of these men. I'm not saying he's not a. No, let me. Let, I, he asked me the question. So let me go ahead. and say it. <laughs> go,
1: ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. The way ahead. I want to say it. So go ahead, Mister Colvin. Now, all right.
0: Now, love him. This was just not. Um, this was not indicative of what he's capable of. We will put it like that. Um, I, I I don't understand it. I don't understand the game plan. I didn't understand it. I didn't like the execution. It was not there. But the thing is, he's a fast learner and I expect him to be a whole lot better going into next year. So I'm good with that. But
4: but Mr. Kofi, I mean I heard I heard the running back get on there and he kinda say, Well, you go to a situation, you kinda learn from it. Well, I was just playing accident. Oh, I thought good coaches that's, that's how you determine good coaches.
0: I've from, seen I've seen several of Hall of Fame in-game, coaches in-game addition. Yeah, and it's real easy for us to do that, obviously, from here. And I'm not excusing his um the performance of the of the Rattlers this past weekend. They felt it. Nobody wanted to win more than them, Q and Nick Saban. I get it. But uh at the same time. Um, I've seen some of the best coaches do some dumb stuff. True, that's from Bill Belichick. I have, I have that's Bill Belichick. That's Nick Saban. I, I, that's that's just about everybody in the book. I, Dabo Sweeney, I've seen it. So it happens. Okay, I'm not going to judge his I entire body saying, of work you know. over one game.
4: Because I know you're a big time Famu fan. I want to make sure I heard you right. Did you say that Famu is going to have a top five? National recruiting players
1: FCS. Top 10 FCS. Yeah, top
0: 10. Oh, I said top 10.
4: I thought he said, I thought he said national recruit no nah, top 10. Say, you really think they're going to be better than Jackson State this year then know?
1: Top 10. they going to be I up mean, there, though. I mean be up there. I mean, listen. I mean. they going to be up there. I don't, don't want to get there, but. We go, we... Hey, man.
4: Honestly, I, I want to see y'all do good because, hey, Scotty, you know this. I believe this. things going to get tough in the swag if somebody don't it's gonna it's going get real tough in this way if with the team that we had this year to say that we didn't lose a game in this way you put another year on that a few more recruits it's don't to get tough in its way guys
3: and uh, let me say this let me say this
4: as well
0: let me let me say this as well um i remember when Florida state university had the top recruiting class in the country for years the university of miami's class was never ranked in the top 15. However, when the University of Miami suited up to play Florida State, Miami cleaned their clock several years in a row. So forget a star. You got to get out there and you got to play the game. Youngstown State, for years, had three star people, two stars, one star. Coach Tressel and his staff developed those players to play at a higher level. And they won multiple national titles. You don't need stars and you can't go by, by rankings and recruiting rankings because at the end of the day, they don't necessarily matter all that much. Jimbo's last Jimbo Fisher's last class at Florida state was in the top five and they proceeded to lose five games.
1: This is, this is my thing. This is, this is, this is the thing I got to understand. You guys act like these games weren't competitive. A lot of these games were competitive in in coaching. Coaching lost a lot of these players games so like let's not act like jackson state was out here blowing bamas out by 30 every game it wasn't even, like no that's not what it was i mean you're going down to the wirewood valleys and delta states and southerns and and all like let's not play man like so you guys act and and, and for the jack state fans talking about oh we would have did better against southeast louisiana i highly doubt it i highly doubt it but i think you probably would have put up a better fight but you still would have lost at the end of the day you know what I'm saying? But then, y'all would have the same as every other person in the swag talking about beating y'all. You would have a whole bunch of moral victories, because you know y'all good with a moral victory, because y'all lost the ULM and that's been a moral victory since that. Oh, yeah, but nobody competed like we did. Man, miss me with that crap. Miss me with it. ULM hey, caller, you live. Talk to me. Hey,
4: it's Scott and Mr. Away. enjoying the show. This is Ron from Dumbna him and I'm saying the first thing I want to do is I want to thank the young man for you. Um, I was glad to hear him talk, and I would love to have, have him try for the Birmingham Stadiums here when the U.S. will come in the spring. But I want to piggyback on something that, that Scott was talking about today with these Jackson State fans calling in. Um, hey, man, a queer glass. And I think um, I just want to ask this question if you switch the quarterbacks, if you put a queer glass on Jackson State's team, do they have the same record? And if you put Shadur on a team, does a still end up seven and three? What y'all think about that?
0: Hello. I wait if on this. Shadur, if Shadur was at Alabama A&M with that raggedy defense, I would say no.
4: Okay. So if you put a year later, at Jackson State, is the record the same, or do they even win the game in Louisiana? Yes. Okay, if you put Trigger man at Jackson State. I mean,
0: Akil Glass obviously had better statistics. This is not even a major argument. You know, just people thinking with their, you know, with their emotions or whatever. Shadur is going to be a phenomenal QB. He's still a freshman. He's still a freshman. He's going into his second year. He's going to be better next year. Akil is a better pocket passer than, uh, than Shadur right now. Um, I think that Shadur is a better athlete, um, but Jackson State had a phenomenal defense that contributed tremendously to Jackson State's success this year. You take Houston off of that squad, I think. I think that Shadur's record would be
1: a lot way different. different. A lot different. A lot different. To me, so, he's the most so that's that. This what is, is not an
0: argument. Akil Glass is deserved the award he's a senior he's got more experience he's a better passer right now just a better player right now but i think Shadur uh is going to be before it's all said and done going to rewrite the swag record books i think he's going to be great
4: i can agree with that and um also i uh, just to back up Scotty too on Scotty has been saying all year about the level competition in the swag and Sometimes we get in our bubble. I'm a sweat guy too. i went down by the hand, I'm a band head. so you know I'm all sweat. But Scott has been saying all year, you know, we're in this bubble, and and you know we kind of think more of ourselves than we ought to. And then when you goes to the playoffs game, and, and FAMU, in my opinion, if anybody would ask me, I think FAMU is a better is a better complete team than Jackson State. And I think it just goes to what Scott has said when when we get in that environment, and then we get an opportunity to prove ourselves, everything he's been saying all year comes to fruition, and then people be like, you know, acting like it ain't never been said before. Well, you know, um, so I just think that we got to get out of our feelings and that we got to really evaluate ourselves. And I I don't see a big difference in talent, so it has to be scheme and, and coaching. It can't be that big of a difference in talent, so it has to be something else. What do y'all think
0: of something else is? Schemes and coaching, bro. That's, that's it. That's the only thing. That's ever. You do not have to be phenomenal from an offensive scheme. If you watch North Dakota, even during the Carson Wentz days, North Dakota State, they were very elementary with their approach to their games. They were just so huge and strong, and they executed every freaking play. That's it. It wasn't anything difficult or anything really extravagant. They just played well with a phenomenal QB and, and good-skilled people around the board. It's, it's not rocket science. FAMU could have played a much better game on Saturday. Catch passes, uh, the passes that are thrown, and run the freaking ball, and we are in that game. Don't give up special teams touchdowns. Don't get Don't, <laughs> you know, just stuff like that. You know, and we're more than capable. And that's just a part of the learning process. I remember when LeBron and them just had to learn how to win. You know, now that he figured it out, you know, he's tough. Every great team.
1: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I appreciate the call, Mr. Reese. All right, taking the last three callers right here. Last three callers. Hey, caller, you to talk to me. Hey, how y'all doing, man? Uh, I'm just was
4: uh I was looking at uh, uh I was listening at the guy uh talking about the uh, Florida A&M. I I don't want to sound like I'm a, a Florida A&M hater because I do like Fisher Funny. But I but I had to take you back to the beginning when when, when Florida A&M came into the swap. They uh they pretty much opened up that east. For you guys to win, I mean, uh, uh, they took the team out of there that was seven-time Eastern division champions and moved them to the West. They didn't move the fifth or sixth team in that division, they moved the best team to the West. So they they left that side and for Florida and then they they rolled out the red carpet you But what happened was, Jackson State hired Deion Sanders. and, and and after they after they hired Deanna Sanders, now you back in the same situation you was with A&T, With North Carolina AT. But we now, beat A&T, so what are you talking I, about? I, I understand. I understand you guys uh 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 lost this game to Southeastern. But Southeastern was the best team that you could have played that was in the playoffs. They I had disagree. The worst defense. But you didn't you didn't even exploit that. You know, and really? your, your, your coach, Coach Simmons. I agree with you. He's a good young coach. He's a good young coach. Maybe he let his coordinators do too much in that game. You know, maybe he turned over the the, 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 the uh, rings to him a little too much in that game, because if, if, if like you say, if you'd have ran the ball, you'd have had a better a better chance of winning the game. But if you go back and look, if if you, if 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 they was looking at Sam on that game. They would have to go back and look at the teams that actually beat Southeastern. I'm twenty. I'm twenty miles from Southeast. All right. Southeastern coach used to be the head coach at Tulane, Coach Cephalo. Now, before he went to after Tulane, I don't know, but he ended up at Southeast. But he was a winning coach at Tulane. Every time they come down between, uh, I hate to put it like this, uh, between a white coach and a black coach on the field, it's the schemes. It's the scheme of the game. They we used to plan a uh, uh, swag ball, but once they get out of swag ball, they seem to leave their coaching knowledge at home.
0: You uh, know. Uh, I, I want to uh, politely kind of like this. Uh, uh. Hold on, Coach Pap. Hold, hold on,
1: Coach Pap. He want to respond? Hold on, Coach Pap. You want to respond? Hold on, Coach Pap. Put him over there. Coach Pap. Yeah, go ahead. Kofi, go ahead. He wants okay. to respond. Go ahead.
0: All right. So I want to open up by first saying, you know, obviously I do disagree a lot with what you're saying because you do sound like a hater, but that's okay. I get it. Um, clone was not going to beat FAMU this year. They just didn't have the talent. It, it wouldn't have mattered if they had stayed in the East. They would have finished where they finished. Um, they showed their deficiencies. They've been inconsistent all year long. This is not a white or black thing. This comes down to execution. FAMU has a national title. Billy Joe took us to the semis. So black and white have nothing to do with it. What it does have to do with is, you know, obviously understanding what your strengths are and then going out there and playing to your strengths. There was no athletic difference between Southeastern Louisiana. Now, I know people saw all of that stuff happen with, you know, with their scores and like, oh, they don't play defense. But they do have athletes. And sometimes athletes, in terms of your scheme. Um, depending on how you're running or what you're running, doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to score a whole bunch of points on a defense that is athletic and used to running all over the place. I think you just have to do what you normally do. Um, we scored over 40 points only one time this year, and that was the Florida Classic, and that was largely because the defense scored two touchdowns. So getting into a shootout was not going to be an option for us, and it was never going to be about us you know, necessarily outscoring this game. If we were going to win, we we're going to have to hold on to the ball, do ball control, and stop doing stupid stuff. Like I said, we gave up two special teams, just blunders that gave them 14 points. And to me, that's a major difference in the ball game. And we just didn't really run the ball or try to establish the run the way that we needed to in order to maintain the tempo of the game. And that's, wh- that's where we lost it. But what I will
4: say is Miami's uh, going be to be a better team as a Jackson result. State. Jackson State would have did. Go ahead. To be, to be honest with you, Jackson State, like most of these callers are calling and saying, they would have had a much better – they would have did much better than you guys because <laughs> Jackson State, they, they got athletes. They don't have one here, one there. one. They got athletes everywhere. Where? 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 You got, Where? You Where? Where?
1: Where? Where? Name them. Name them. Name them. Uh, name name them. Uh, listen, listen. Hold Stacey, up. Wait, no, 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 you, you no, no, no. I'm not going to let you Talk rock with that. that. I'm Talk not going to let you, you, you not, 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 not. I'm not going to let you rock with that. All you have is a front seven. All they have is a front seven. Southeast Louisiana is a spread team. All right, so tell me how you're going to cover five wide receivers when you don't have five DBs that can cover them. Explain that to me, Coach Pep. Now, the only thing you're betting on, wait, the only thing you're betting on is James Houston getting home. That's all you're betting on. But Southeast Louisiana has four all-conference offensive linemen and one left tackle that's all-American. What are we talking about right now? What, what do Jackson State do? They get home. You're exactly right. They get home.
4: And what do Florida A&M do? They run Bishop Barnes. They didn't do none of that. They didn't do none. Jackson State is not going to get off what they do. That's what they do. They bless the quarterback. If they get burnt, they still blitz and they bless and they bless and they blitz. They They're not going to get off their game plan because what's going on elsewhere. But Florida A&M, they came there with a game plan and they got off of it.
1: Coach Pat. You're listen. You listen. I, you're a coach, but you sound like you're a rookie, right? Because you're talking about two different teams that run two different defensive schemes. Jackson State is a blitz first team they've always been that all year right you right, right, right. is not a blitz first team so why would they go heavy blitz when that's not their scheme and if they if what got them there was rushing four down now i would agree with you they should have mixed it up i said that from the beginning you can't just show cole kelly one thing and go but if you're doing the same thing jackson state is the king of that They're going to show you one thing, and Cole Kelly is going to eat that up. All they do is blitz and go, man. That's it. You don't think Cole Kelly's seen that shit before? You don't think? Listen, all Jackson State can bet on is that James Houston gets home. FAMU was betting on Isaiah Isaiah Land getting home. He never got there. Uh, Jackson State is going to bet that James Houston gets on, and I would believe he'll get home more than Isaiah Land, but he wouldn't distract Southeast Louisiana as as much as you think he would have.
0: And let me just say that our defensive kind of attack. Again. Let me say this. Our defensive attack is more than Isaiah Land. I know he gets the headlines because he got the sacks. But Savion is a beast. Uh General Hunt is a beast. He's we're not one-dimensional in that department, but I think as they diversify the portfolio, I don't think you're gonna see the same thing. But you know, it is what it is. We lost the game, and uh, we're gonna learn from it and grow. Like, and we'll see y'all in
4: Miami. My- you lost the game and, and, and the thing and the thing about it is that uh uh the teams that you played Alabama, uh State, Alabama, A and M, uh Texas Southern and all them schools, they really didn't have good they really didn't have uh 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 Good teams, man. Coach That's Papp. The defense Jackson got State played.
1: Rated. Jackson State played the same teams. What the? What are you talking about? You
0: didn't play Texas
1: Southern, by the way. Yeah. Jackson, yeah, State, but, played the Jackson State played the same teams. Played two teams. Two teams with winning records. All the teams had losing Coach records. Papp, Coach Papp. Coach Shut the hell up, bro. Coach Pep. <laughs> Southern. <laughs> Southern took them oh. down to five minutes left with a losing record. What are you fucking talking about? I mean, Jackson
4: State did play Alcorn. They had a winning record.
1: Hey, caller, you lie. Talk to Talk to me. What the
4: fuck are you talking about? Hey, enjoy the show, man. Hey, you know, um, I'm not trying to sound like a racist or anything. But,
1: you <laughs> know, you black He's stupid.
4: <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. Man, if that wasn't low key hate, I don't know what what it really wasn't. Even low key it was just straight out hate. He just he just came out. Damn you! Bottom line, what I got, what I heard on that call, damn you ain't shit. And Jackson State is the shit. So I, he just should have said that and he could have hung up. But, he, but anyway, from my perspective, Sam, you will level up going forward because they know now that, okay, in the assignment isn't to be the best in the swing, right? So when we beat Valley by, by four, Okay, we missed the assignment, right? Because you've seen where we should be. We've seen that okay, our preparation for the playoffs and our schemes and our coaching for the playoffs have to level up. So I think we're going to grow from this, but you got to be in it to understand you know if you if you're not playing in the playoffs and tell if you ain't getting your hat handed to you. And thinking you the best,
0: bruh. You know, absolutely. And
4: then bottom lines, you are gonna level up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead on. Yeah, I, oh.
0: I just wanted to say, you know, back when I was a little boy, I used to play, you know, my childhood friends and my cousins and checkers, and I would whoop their ass, right? But then my yeah. grandma was like, "Hey son, come on over. Let's let's line it up. Let's play." Man, I played my grandma, she was double jumping me, triple jumping me, quadruple jumping me. I was going into plays left and right. Same thing with my grandpa. <laughs> but I mean, they beat me time and time and time again, but I learned from those losses. Exactly.
4: So what I'm
0: saying is Exactly. What I'm saying is you learn when you start playing against better quality competition. And that's what we need to do. We just need to level up and step up and do what we got to do. All right, next.
1: Hey, appreciate the call. Yeah. No. Oh, okay.
0: Then the shift. Yes, sir.
1: Uh, last one. Uh, let me see. Who was there? Let me see. Seven eight four eight. Hey, Marquise, you live. Talk to us. Hey, how's it going? What's good? Uh, um, how's it going? G- going well. You're the last call to talk to me. Okay, listen,
4: uh, i got quite a Turn few Turn your background down. Turn your background down. First, Mr. Ford called in. He said something about um, when, fam, you had a team back in the day where they, they could score and score quickly, and they didn't have a, a running game or passing attack. Now, Scotty, you said earlier this year that Jackson State was didn't need a running game because they can pass. So do you still feel that way? You think that Jackson State can – when and not they don't have a running game.
2: Yeah,
4: but Mr. Ford said that FAMU back in the day didn't have a passing game. But what? you said what? that FAMU, of Jackson State, didn't need a, a running game. What?
1: I, that, listen, I'm new to the swag, and I—I I, I mean, I'm new to HBCU football. But I know Billy Joe. No, no no, you,
4: no, 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 no. What I'm saying, you said earlier this year, you said that Jackson State
1: really didn't need a running game because they could beat you. That's true. They don't need it. It's the same way Southeast Louisiana gets down. They don't have to run on you. They can just throw the ball like in small chunks. It's like a running play.
0: And they can take those risks because Jackson State's defense is so good that a lot of people just have difficulty scoring. But, uh, you know, the, the, the kryptonite that Jackson State defense is running the ball. Texas Southern did it. Fam, you did it and stopped. Uh Shoot, Southern did it. So...
4: And this... And Mr. Kofi, I got another question for you. Uh, with with uh, were they given? Were they given Mississippi Valley Coach uh, Dancy another extension uh, coming up in the new year? Do you think things will improve for his athletic department? You think he'll get a new field over there? The field will get better. Or they get some more funding and get some well, more. Well, I think
0: Dion, Dion said that he would assist. The reality is. Um, Valley's resources are limited. So they're going to, ideally, they're going to have to hire a, a firm or a professional fundraising firm to get out there and gather those resources. But I fully expect them to do something about that field because when you uh, when you look at it, the field is not only unsafe for um, our athletes, it's unsafe for their athletes as well. Eventually somebody's going to get hurt. So I, I fully yeah. expect them to upgrade it and upgrade the facilities as much as they can. But it's time for the Delta devil nation to step up and do something because you can't keep relying.
4: Scotty, I got one other thing for you. I think you, you don't like recycling in the swag. And I think you said a couple of weeks uh, on another show that, that the swag coaches wasn't all that great or whatever to that nature. But uh, there's one, don't you agree that you can be one coach could be at one school and not do so well, and then go to another school and turn the program around and do just as well. Because I can, I think in the SEC, there's been some uh, recycling. Then Steve Spurry leave Florida and go to South Carolina. And then before that, Will Muschamp was at Florida and then went to South Carolina. So you don't think that a coach could be do Harvard, at like Grambling, and then go to maybe UAPB and
1: turn the program around? Uh, now, I, if I'm being – ooh, am I frozen? I look frozen, it
0: looked like you're frozen, but I'll, I'll let me jump on, the, on this Must Champ. The University of South Carolina hired Muschamp, and how did that work out for them? It didn't, that's my point. All right, Spurrier
4: is a phenomenon, saying, you, some, Spurrier is some, a phenomenon, some, and he's one, a school. And I do that well, but go to another one and turn it around.
0: Yeah, Spurrier is a phenomenon. He's Spurrier had. The bandit Spurrier did it at Duke. If you can do it at Duke, you can do it anywhere. The reality is that the University of South Carolina, you're only going to be able to compete for a SEC East champ championship one out of every eight to nine years. Is that what you want? You know? Um, so, I mean, must champ? No. Uh, I would take a chance on a retread like Spurrier just like I would take a a, a chance if if uh another fun, if Saban decided he wanted to leave the University of Alabama and he wanted to go to another school he could then I'll he could retread re-trand. all day I'll take Saban I'll take Harbaugh I'll take uh I'll take Urban Meyer I'll take him
1: Okay so listen so let me let me say something on the swack aspect cuz for me the only retread coach I would take from the SWAC is a coach Dancy because he's done a lot with a little and I would actually give as much as I go hard on Fobbs, I would actually give Fobbs another chance at a UAPB at a, you know, because I mean, he's built a championship team at Gramlin. He's built it. I mean, he was the head coach of it. Um, you know, he, he did the back to back with Kincaid and celebration bowl wins. So I would give fobs another chance if it was like a UAPB or a, uh, you know, if, if Dancy left and he went to Valley, something like that, I would give fobs another chance at that, but I'm just not a big fan of just keep constantly doing that because you need some type of, Oh yeah. And a McNair I'll do that with a Frank McNair in a heartbeat, but, um, but just coaches that have a championship, like have championship pedigree, like. You know what I'm saying? But if we're being honest, a lot of people say Jay Hobson built that team that Alcorn now has. You know what I'm saying? So it's but I think a lot it. of people also you look see, at I the
4: retreat. You said earlier, it, it doesn't matter how many five-star, four-stars you get, at the end of the day, those players got to play the game.
0: Absolutely. You know, but going back to this whole um, – I think a lot of people look at the retread thing of, okay, I'm I'm taking your guy and I'm weakening a program in my, in my conference. So they're looking at it also possibly from a strategic standpoint, but if I've got Kevin Sumlin on the line and he's willing to come in for what we got, I'm taking Kevin Sumlin.
4: Okay. Appreciate it. I uh, enjoyed the show. Hey, no uh,
1: problem. Thank you so much. I, Hey, woo! All right, cool. So, you still got an ONG this Wednesday, or y'all done?
0: No, we got ONG. We gotta talk about this. We need therapy. We, we <laughs> gonna be talking about this.
1: Oh man, y'all yeah.
0: talk about this. We got the volleyball team that won the swack, Who's hey. uh, gonna be playing the University of Florida? So we are gonna be talking about that. And uh, you know, we got basketball, so we will be going into that, and we'll be trans. Uh, I want to say transitioning into our spring sports, as well as some NFL football stuff, you know, as people like to talk about that as well. So,
1: yeah. So, you know, uh huh. if you, if you like to get in the call line, <laughs> if you like to get on the call line with the fam, you and rattlers and get your prayers up for all the, <laughs> for all the turmoil they've been through this past weekend, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and, and do that. and sh- Go ahead and shout and praise and go over to ONG and um give them some, <laughs> go ahead and knock that out all right so listen guys appreciate mr kofi for always checking in with us uh we got to figure out a way to keep this going in the off season we got we'll figure out we'll we'll talk offline and see what we can do to keep this oh yeah
0: we're gonna make it happen man we got we got stuff to do we got super bowl coming up man we got celebration bowl you yeah. don't have a whole yeah. bunch of people there man we can go ahead and uh make a trip on up there make that happen
1: yeah uh yeah you know what i'm saying we, we'll see we make. i mean i'm in atlanta anyway so it's, oh it's, it's yeah it's nothing for me but uh yeah man so appreciate mr cokey for stopping by you take uh you you be good and be easy all right yes sir man love you man we'll right. talk too, soon too, too easy all right guys listen on wednesday oh wrong button <laughs> on wednesday roundtable all right listen I am still in. I am still in talks with CFL to get him onto the show. Uh, so that is still up in the air. So no, no, um, no promises. All right, no promises. He does have a, a crazy work schedule, so no promises. But you know, me and Blue gonna be here for you for the Swag Championship, and we gonna try to get some. Uh, we gonna try to get some some good guests in for you. Oh, but Mr. Perry. All right, Perry White is gonna be on that show on this Wednesday. Uh, I just confirmed that with him today, and we might get. We trying to get somebody else. Wow why Scotty so disrespectful to our fans hey hey Wakanda Jr i'm not disrespectful to your fans your fans are first disrespectful to me okay why why are you being weird to me okay so that's that's the real question wakanda jr All right relax boy anyway so on wednesday uh doing that and friday you know off script picks and uh saturday swag championship right and you know who's streaming it Uh, you know who's streaming? He said, "Why are you mean? Why are you disrespectful to the fans?" That's what he he said. Why is Scotty disrespectful to the fans? That's what he just said. I know how to read. Well, he just said that to me. Did he not? I- why, Scotty, so disrespectful to the fans? All right, that that's what he said. Okay, I didn't say that. He said it. See, he know what he said. All right, so come on, man. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, listen, I'm from I'm from Maryland, so you know how I get down. I, I'm I'm always I'm I'm always with the jokes. I I stay strapped. All right. If you coming in here, you better you better come correct. Uh after hours number. All right. That is the after hours number. Hit me up on that uh for any ideas uh for the show, anything that I can do better, anything that I can change. You know, I am open to uh crit- critiques and criticism. I am I am an open book, I do not mind being critiqued but I will check you if you do it on my phone line. (laughs) If you do it offline, we can have a happy conversation about it. But you try to check me on my phone line. I'm going to chin check, all right, on the phone, all right? So, uh, yeah, so tune in Wednesday. Uh, I don't think I'm going to have a show tomorrow. Nope, no show tomorrow. So, hey, guys, until next time, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to holla. God bless.